Intro, courtesy yeah. of the guest for today on the Crewcast, episode 68, Mr. Ryan Kitto. Not Keto, Kitto. That's right. Kitto. Think kitten, but oh. Oh, the kitten. <laughs> oh, the kitten. <laughs> Good morning, sir. Morning. Now, what do the viewers not know, boys? Uh, well, are you still in your pajamas? <laughs> no, I am in my awesome hippie pants that everyone says look like the most comfy pants in the world, which they are. They're literally the comfiest pants ever. Until you need to kind of walk quickly upstairs mm. and then your knees kind of get... <laughs> get like, you can only go down. so far. Yeah. You can only go so far because the drop crotch is so low. Mm. On the, yeah. yeah, but they are super comfy. But yeah, it is uh, sat- is it Saturday? Sunday, Sunday morning. morning. Um, we had fun last night. <clears throat> we had a lot of fun last night. Hold on. How, much fun did, how much fun did we have? How much fun? Oh, yeah, so. If you can had, now, you will notice we have coffees on the table this morning. We actually have a special coffee which has been sent in to us, but we'll get to that in a second. Because last night we recorded an entire... <laughs> An entire podcast, we were having a great time, and then we realised that the little gremlin, little bugger, had um, just basically decided didn't like you, did it? It was like, I don't want to hear Ryan's voice. He's too good looking. Fuck this guy. Too good looking. I'm taking him out. And then, uh, yeah, so we ended up with a muted mic on his. So we're back in recording a second version of what we recorded last night this morning, but last night we were... Blessed by Ryan with this lovely gift of a 12-year-old Glenfiddich single malt scotch whiskey, which if you can see from there, can you guys see on the screen, is it's got about, what would you say, a tenth left in the bottle? Yeah, we pretty much finished the bottle. We can clarify that Glenfiddich single malt scotch whiskey, which is uh, their original 12 from, it's a... And, description and was Oloroso, last night. Okay. <laughs> the description last night was our original twelve. This bright and balanced single malt is matured in twelve years. Twelve. Fuck. It's too early. Twelve. <laughs> twelve years in Oloroso sherry and bourbon casks before mellowing in an oak marrying tons, which we still don't know what that means. Yeah. But Tasted what it good, means man. is tastes bloody good. Yeah. Even so, Ryan, you're not a whiskey drinker. Not, not usually. But we taught him the sip technique and then the enjoyment technique, and then it got enjoyable. Yeah. We take hence the whole bottle. We went through a full much. pack of villager cigars. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and we figured out that actually drinking this is really nice. It has a nice sherry overtone to it, yeah. and some nice little bourbon undertones. But once you've had a cigar, knocks away the sherry and mm. just gives you a bit more of the bourbon and the smoke. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, thanks for that, mate. That I, was, also we all had a, I also we all, had a Stella for the first time. And then, and then yeah, <laughs> it got worse. It got worse. Freaking Ryan cracked out the Stellas. Yeah. Lou immediately put heavy. on a wife beater and started threatening any female yeah. in the vicinity. Yeah, yeah. I knocked then a few people out. sat down, crotch on show, <laughs> with a cigar in one hand, Stella in the other, yeah. and then refused to move even when the fire pit was blowing smoke at him. Yeah. He just put shades on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he just sat there in the pitch black. Literally Bobby. in the dark. He's like, sorted it. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> he did, did actually he did, did that. He well. did all that. Yeah, like an hour. Help. He was sat there in the dark. He did help. Getting You covered in ash. Just sat there. Covered in ash. Just refused to move the seat half a foot to the left. Yeah, and then I fucking moved it, and the smoke followed me. Yeah. It's because I knew that was going to happen. I was like, I'm going to get fucked either way around. I'm just gonna, might as well just stay here. At least I'm, I'm at least I'm lazy. So yeah, you missed a Mr. Corker there. So what if you heard our new intro, that is courtesy of this man who is the lead singer of the band Late Night Legacy, who you will if you follow me at all, you love 
heard their music all over the place. Plus, it is on, on my morning wake-up playlist, so if you wake yourself up and then Lex Griffin on Spotify, you'll find many late-night legacy intros on there. But they have just released a new song. Yeah. And do you want to tell the folks where they can find it and what it is? Uh, it's called Just a Song, which is the best name I've ever come up with, <laughs> ever. Um, and you can find it on Spotify, YouTube, basically everywhere so yes yeah, late night legacy just a song is a good one yeah, but yeah. um you might have also noticed if you do follow me i was at one point a devil in a music video that was courtesy of these boys and that was uh dreams of you mm-hmm. video which is still one of my favorite songs at the moment i relentlessly put it on repeat and sing it badly around the house mm-hmm. you'll be happy to know i ruin that on a regular basis whacking it on on the vocals i still believe i can be the triangulist for the band yeah yeah but anytime uh, yeah just ting Muscular bears. And then whatever happens at the end, I'll just sit in the background going, can, can we get more on the triangle? I feel it's a bit trebly. Yeah. <laughs> a little more bass on the triangle, please. Yeah. No, filming that was such Give a laugh. some maracas, I will be That's a bear. Yeah. I come and tour and maraca it around. That'll be it. <laughs> just double Instantly guns and maracas. Signed. Yeah, sign me up. I'm in, I'm in fully in. <laughs> and what else did we cover? So, what we need to cover? Yes, you are in a band. You are a lead singer. But we also, well, we'll get to that in a minute. We have a coffee that's been sent in that we do need to try. But here's a fun fact. Ryan can't have coffee. Because what happens to you, Ryan, if you have a coffee? I go blind, <laughs> basically. <laughs> yeah. It's the answer you never expect. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That kind of coffee, mate. I go blind. He literally basically. gets, o- what is it, ocular? Well, it's basically like a migraine, but it progresses into like... Um, the territory of like an ocular migraines. Just sort of shutting you off. Shuts him off. Vision, yeah. You don't need eyes, it's all yeah. right. And it's he found out about make. it by taking copious amounts of pre-workout and then shut down in the middle of the gym with no yeah. sight. Panicking. Call an ambulance. Oh, God, boy! Call an ambulance. <laughs> yeah. My eyes are breaking. Yeah. thought I'd done it in deadlifts or something. Like I ruptured you something. you blown a blown yeah. gasket. But no, just, just, just caffeine. Ca- caffeine in general will do it. So you can't have an energy drink or anything. And cocoa, so no chocolate, anything. You can't have chocolate. I haven't had chocolate or coffee for like four years, five years. Oh, God damn. So damn, what, were, you, were you experiencing this like when you were younger or did it something that just like happened? Just it just happened, yeah. Uh, early 20s was the first sign of it. And then, yeah, since then, just haven't touched it. But I basically had to whittle it down to what was causing it. Because it, obviously you don't know straight No, away. no, of course not. Um, but then when I was taking things out of my diet... And then I thought, oh, that was weird. I had an Easter egg earlier. And, and you went fucked blind. me up and I went blind. <laughs> <laughs> it's like um, God keeps punishing you. Yeah. yeah, but I loved coffee and I loved chocolate. So it is a shame. I would have loved to try is it. Still, if you had a little bit now, would it st- is it still happening? Or is, it's just or is not it? worth the risk. Yeah. But can you not test it? You know how like... Man goes might... blind live on podcasts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, like we might die from peanuts. So, but he does little licks of stuff. Like, mm. Do you? And then he sits there and waits. Yeah, to see you, if no, it, but not, if he not gets a it. peanut though. It's, it's, yeah, but that's because it, 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 it chances are it dead, won't yeah. have it in. But it coffee has definitely got caffeine. In. <laughs> I don't <laughs> like no. Can you not like go a little sip, see if that amount of caffeine affects you, and then just like double sip like uh, two days later. Oh, still good. Three sips, still mm. good, and then work out where your levels are. I just don't like it that much to uh, want to put it back in. It's no, I mean, definitely I mean, more not for the worth caffeine. A blinding more for caffeine. Because caffeine's in so much stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you can't even have tea. It is annoying how much stuff it is in. Because some uh, supplement companies do put it in, like, proteins and stuff, and you think... You wouldn't notice there. Why, you wouldn't think to look Why is you? that there, yeah. Even, like, some beers. I've had some beers really? in there. Yeah, yeah. I can't remember what it was What about, like, vitamin B and stuff? Can you have that fine? No All bother that with that. sound, yeah. Yeah. Everything apart from... How did you find tapering off coffee? Uh, it was difficult because I used to smash coffee all day and have decaf at night just mm. as a little treat. Mm, yeah. Especially when you're dieting and stuff. Like you, yeah. 
those traits matter. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> definitely. That's what because I've had like issues with literal caffeine addiction in the past, mm. and like when I've had, yeah. yeah, when I've had, I'm sure I've talked about it. I'm glad you listen to these podcasts. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've mentioned it several times. <laughs> yeah, and um, it it it's such a well when I came off, it was such a noticeable like. It literally felt like I was on a fucking come down. Yeah. Um, so I can't, and that was still me knowing that oh I'm going to reintroduce caffeine like pretty quickly, but just not letting my tolerance get to the level it was at before. Yeah. So I can't imagine what uh, just the prospect just of never never having caffeine again. Is the tea more than the coffee for me? I don't drink that much tea because you forget that tea is loaded with caffeine still because mm-hmm. you drink it. It's like well, a nice little homely tea. You get in. Well, See what I mean? Now I think it's it's still right. recording. It this. is, but I don't trust it. See, we're not having it. We're not having it. You're not having it. No blackouts on that one. I did. It's because I had to move the camera to get your girth on, though. And it, it couldn't deal with having to refocus on your girth. Well, I'm so thick right now. Thick boy. Damn, boy. Damn, boy. That's a thick-ass boy. You're going to pop that on the YouTube for That's, everyone. Yeah, if you check out YouTube shorts so that you'll see why that is apt. That's Lou's new theme tune. <laughs> Every time it walks into the room, Damn, boy. Did you see the Stone Cold That would be a cool intro. Yes, I did, yeah. Yeah, Mirror falls on her head and then it smashes and goes into Stone Cold music. It's brilliant. This girl, she's on like all fours on her bed, clearly filming herself in the mirror for some TikTok or some shit. And then she's obviously filmed it and now looking at her phone and the mirror's in front of her, leaning up against the wall, and it just slowly starts falling forward and she's no clue. And then it just conks her on the back of the head. But as it hits her, it just goes into the stone cold music watch it it goes to the mirror boom that was a big ass wooden mirror donkey punch by the mirror yeah that was solid yeah right let's give a quick one before we get on to ryan's life music history you can't have the coffee because you go blind so we're going to try this not specifically this coffee just any coffee School Crusher Coffee. Now, we've been sent this by one of the boys to try out because it has this amount of ingredients in it. If you can see, if you watch on YouTube or Spotify there, that's not just one page, it's two pages. Two. two pages. So, it's supposed to, this is obviously a coffee with the idea of it being a big kickstart to your day or pre training, things like that. So, it's benefits. It does, you know, other than sending you blind, this would mm. have in it. So, we've got. Caffeine, 350 milligrams, but that's going off a 20 gram serving. Now, that is quite a big bag, and it says there's four servings in one bag. Mm. Lee, who sent this in, did say, have you tried the ass coffee yet? Okay. And it's not called ass coffee. It's called skull crusher coffee, which lets me know that maybe this is going to do something to us. Mm. Yeah, it either tastes like ass or, or it it's will gonna make do something us, uh, to your asses ass. evacuate. Yes. <laughs> but it's basically got, it's got caffeine, L-tyrosine. L-theanine, alpha-GPC, which is a precursor to acetylcholine, and has been shown to support the synthesis of emission of acetylcholine, which obviously we know helps with fast twitch. Acetyl. Acetylcholine. Well, it's the neurotransmitter that makes our muscles fire from nerve to muscle. Lion's mane, which I've heard of before. That's clippings of a lion's mane. Yeah, blood flow. It's like a vasodilator and stuff. Lion's mane's a mushroom, isn't it? It might well be. Yeah, lion's mane mushroom. Ashwagandha, which we all know, mm-hmm. anti-inflammatory and lots of other goodies. And then loads of words I can't pronounce, like Bacopa Maniri. Yeah, that's B- all Hoopazine B- A as well. Oh, that's why we've got the list of things. Oh, that's not even on here. They couldn't even... Oh, yeah, there it is. 
So Bacopa affects brain levels of acetylcholine, which is important for memory and cognition. Bacopa has antioxidant effects, which enhances cognitive function and helps prevent arterial plaque that can lead to heart attacks, stroke, and neurodegenerative diseases. Mm. It's basically just all these kind of well-proven nootropic things. Nootropic enhancing coffee. And it's from... Let's see if it works. So let's try it. It's probably gone fucking cold. So I've tried... Cognitive There you go first. Because when I saw that, initially I was just like, oh, it's one of those brands that do like these super strong coffees. Like, yeah. I don't really... No, it's I don't really see the benefit of like these coffees that are just like super strong for the sake of it. Because most of them, if you've ever tried them, taste like dick. Yeah. Well, we've got like, some brown sugar here in case it does taste like dick. You don't like get a coffee just for it to fucking blow your head off. Like, get a coffee to enjoy it, right? Yeah. Unless you're using it as a pre-workout and shot in it. Mm-hmm. Ooh. It's quite earthy. It's actually not bad. That's actually not bad because you're drinking that neat too. Yeah. All the coffees I give you, mate, I've got a little bit of cream and stuff in them. So it, it's not a Lex coffee. It's pure. Mm, I do drink a lot of black coffee though. That's every morning. I have a lot of black coffees, yeah. It's got, it's, it's got... It's definitely got a, a, like an earthy, barky taste to it. Yeah, there's um, I'm trying to remember what that reminds me of. It's, it's thoroughly enjoyable, though. Yeah, you could add a little bit of milk to that, it'd be a good normal coffee. Mm. I always put a sugar, uh, put put a sugar a in the milk coffee anyway. Put sugar in it. But uh, I imagine, yeah, with a touch of sugar, that'd be all right. But yeah, it does just have this like initial earthy, earthy taste, mm. and could, then the coffee kind of kicks in a little bit more. It could be because I put it through a percolator instead of a cafetiere. It's supposed to go through a cafetiere, but um, I don't have one. Well, I, I tell you what I'll do. I'll try that during the week, and we'll see how it goes. We'll let you know next week. Mm. If, I, if I have one in the morning, if it makes a difference to my cognitive People function. might see it right now. It's going to be, like, fucking limitless, and we're just going to be, like, yeah. I don't know. It is. Oh, it does say. Pretty casino. Predicting the fucking <laughs> lottery numbers it, yeah. for everybody. You can get it in a bean. You can Every get it. listener wins, because so many won, everyone gets, like, 20 quid. <laughs> you can get it as a bean or ground. We've got it ground, but it is Skull Crusher Coffee, Nootropic Cognitive Enhancer. So, yeah, if you fancy trying, if you like coffees and you fancy trying something that might help you in the morning to just, you know, be a bit more alert or maybe just take it before you're about to do a big project or something, mm. like a big set of work that day. Mm. I can't see, like, I reckon it'd be legit. Tastes good. Seems to have with, good a bit, with a bit of sugar in levels. You, it's still got that earthy taste. Yeah. But again, I don't think, mm. you know, you, it's not it's not nasty. Well, cheers, Lee. It's just mm. a little bit. It's just Thanks different. for the thought of sending it in. Mm. Appreciate it. Right, on to the matter at hand. Yeah. Where's your lovely long hair gone? She's got rid, mate. It was time. Listen, I advertised you as a luscious locked. Basically, I was jealous. I didn't know how many times I say yeah, yeah. I got hair, je- <laughs> like, what was it, hair envy. Yeah. Every time. Yeah. I mean, it Every looked time. good for a time. I own like four hair masks because of you in the Oh, bathroom. yeah. Do you remember? The hair we were on the phone tips. and you were like, yeah, they're good. All of those. I was like, I've ordered four. You're like, why? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I still have like three legs. They're massive. Like these big scoopy masks you put oh, on. Oh, right. Hair. Okay. Have you done oh, one before? No, I've never Protein done anything. Protein treatment, man. Oh, yeah. The I've, I've literally never done anything. I've just just not had a haircut. That's pretty yeah. much it. You had the lusciousest of luscious locks, mate. And <clears> now they're just. I mean, I'm not going to lie. You could, you kind of pull this look off, though. Yeah. But it looked better last night. This is straight. No, out I of think bed. it looks decent. Because <laughs> <laughs> these, I these... Think that's the thing, though. Short hair, you, it's you way easier. You just wake up and he does have the ringlets, though. Mm. I mean, that, keeps it that, nice and tight, and that's going to make it look like he's already put effort in when, yeah. when he hasn't. I haven't done anything. Yeah, he's done all. nothing. Like, there's people who go get perms to look like that, yeah. and you just wake up like, meh. It's all yeah. right. Blessing and a curse, mate. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which, if you've got curly hair, you want straight hair. If you want straight hair, you got curly yeah. hair, don't you? It's, mm. Grass is greener. Yeah, yeah. Corman yeah. is a nightmare. Like, 
Oh, I bet actually, because mine is not. Mine's like, like just wavy. Never mind that. Yeah, yeah. It's it look good though. Yeah, I mean, I rated it when I first done it, like the half ombre kind of. Yeah. Look. But then I just kept going higher and bleaching it more and more, and then it got to a more Smeagol than Jason Momoa. <laughs> so I was like. <laughs> No, it's time to go. <laughs> Schmeagled him. That was yeah. what you said. And you saw yourself on like a sweaty band picture and you just smeagled yourself. Yeah. I thought, nah. <laughs> like I'm out. But you, Cut it that weekend. Did you? Yeah, yeah. That was it. It was the last, last oh, gig of no. fun. So, so but yeah. you were cutting your own undercut and you kept fucking up and going a little bit too high. And then yeah. cutting chunks out. Mm-hmm. Never a end up with like a, a mohawk. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. Was getting high, man. So I think yeah. a flaccid mohawk. Then, yeah, because you had it like only just the edges undercut didn't you like the normal and then you what fucked it and just had to go so you went and took it's it it's just the back because obviously do you do the under bit on the back no I, no yeah so doing no. that is you've that. got to get two mirrors and then uh, yeah, I do wouldn't. it yourself uh, yeah but then you don't realise when you've done it you think oh sick I've done a class job then you wash it in the shower and you're it pulling out clumps, clumps of yeah. it like, oh, I know I always look I, yeah because obviously I go up to here but it's the sides the back here like yeah. if I, because mine comes down and then the whole back is fully hair. Mm. So if I catch an edge here mm-hmm. and you don't realize when it's in a bun because it still stays stuck with the rest of the hair. And then exactly. the moment you run your hands through with the shampoo and you pull this clump out, you're like, oh no. Mm. And then you're like, have I put a step in it? Yeah. Ah, oh, shit. Yeah. And luckily, like, sometimes it looks like it's more than it is. Yeah. Just because it's, because it's hair so long. Yeah. I get that when I come from back, back from BJJ. I'm like washing my hair and it's just fucking <laughs> cool. <laughs> and that's just fucking what's been pulled out of my head. Yeah. <laughs> So it's what, not practical for BJJ. No, not at all. Well, I have got like, a, like literally, I've got like a scrum what? helmet now. Yeah, but you're not wearing is, it when it's hot. Like Are it's a heat, fucking man? killer. Honestly, yeah, though, like remember how bear. remember how much we were dying. Like, yeah. and then just imagine doing that with a fucking woolly hat on. That's mm. basically what it's like because it's padded as well for being like a scrum helmet. So it just oh, it absolutely cooks you. And then obviously the long hair underneath is like a second layer of insulation. I feel like yeah. you're a bear. Yeah, I am. I'm always hot. To There's be something. fair, I feel like you have. If we were to skin you. In, you'd be like you know leather on the inside the suede I feel like that's what he's like on the inside there's yeah. like a layer of just fur uh, internally I'm, 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 he's, I'm he's, just, he's an inside he's, out polar bear I'm just a seal blubber the benefit of being did I say I, I, when I did my body scan I was like 19-20% body fat yeah so this is your goal because you're turtin now aren't you yeah he's on the dirt yeah we'll do I think we'll do a short about Turt. like the yeah the, what the what the plan is but we won't do it today we'll do it maybe next week yeah. or something on the trt we can go through it and um get we can go through your the bloods and stuff like that can't we mm. yeah yeah because yeah. yeah. yeah, we're both going on the trt journey now yeah so you'll see us in Fair like play. six months and we'll be like <laughs> absolute units yeah units. hopefully I hope. I just hope I'm not yeah. getting, you know, some of these people that are just like super responders to gear that's what we're hoping we're hoping like we'll put in a little and we'll just go <laughs> yeah. yeah it'd be like you know when when like a superhero gets his powers mm. We're hoping that the body will be like, you, you will get that sudden zoom in where it goes down to DNA levels and it's going, little electric signals. And then we come out. Pre-TRT, we're like a sickly Spider-Man. And then afterwards, we're just like, The reality is in six months, you're going to see us and we'll be like, it'll feel quite good. And that'll be it. There'll be no difference. It'll just be like a levity thing and that'll be it. Yeah, I've definitely been interested in looking into it. Like, But it's, yeah, it's becoming much more of a... Yeah, because now, isn't it? Like yeah. people are talking about it more. Yeah, people and, and are more well, sensible. We just have more options available to us as well, don't we? Yeah. To be able to I see think it. that's it as well, boy. Same as same as most things. The more people talk about it, there's like less it, stigma. It, and stuff. Yeah, less stigma, uh, which then allows people to do it safer. They're not always going to be relying on some bro from the gym. Yeah, about like purple-headed what, Dave in the corner. Yeah, who is going to probably be the person who sells yeah. it. So of course he's going to tell <laughs> you, yeah, you need fucking everything. Oh, you want that? 
Yeah. Oh, a couple of loose tabs. Oh, just yeah. like, and they're, they're mad that people are like, all right, yeah, purple Dave. Yeah. yeah. yeah it's just, yeah. But then he's probably Full massive. Ted well, yeah, but in all the wrong ways, like a giant head and a neck, yeah. massive lats, no arms, big gut, no legs. Yeah. And they're wearing an XXL sweat throw over with those baggy striped pants and wears a belt no matter what exercise he's doing. Just yeah. in the in the changing yeah. rooms with his belt still yeah. on. <laughs> Either that or it's just an absolute unit of like some bloke from the Eastern Bloc who's like, yes, what do you want? Yeah. Mm. I get you. Yes. You, yes. Mm. Yes. I think that's it. It's just a slippery slope, isn't it? With stuff like that. People like, yeah, with like how it is now, especially in America, it's like so common isn't it because i think that they're a little bit ahead of us with it well obviously. no you can nip to mexico in america that's a problem yeah but i know i think uh you want to get some real good shit come mm. back nobody questions it and it's boom because it is legal in certain certain states now isn't it and it, i think well, it's, TLT's been over there for about five or six years that's right? what i mean and people are much more open about it and the fitness scene as well and people are being a lot more open about it yeah so i just think that the idea of there's not just like a natural athlete and then a massive geary mutant who's going to die at 40. Yeah. It's like, oh, there's actually like stuff in between. Oh, let's not lie though. Me and Ryan yesterday were discussing that we would love a geary Olympics. Oh, yeah. Like, we'd watch the shit out of that. Yeah, yeah that'd be amazing. It should be a separate just, thing. And like, like normal yeah. Olympics and then... Just watching Uber. someone just launch a javelin Uber out Olympic. the stadium. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But you'd have to have a no-fly zone around the arena <laughs> yeah. once they're doing the hammer throws and javelins. Yeah. Well, I think that the thing is, obviously there's drugs in the Olympics anyway. Like, yeah. that's already there. Mm. But then... They're having to probably take stranger compounds to avoid getting picked up on drugs. Yeah. Tests. So they're yeah. probably so much more unhealthy because they're having to use like more experimental things. If they were just able to take like bioidentical stuff, yeah, which would still probably give them the same benefit, if not better, with like less health problems. Yeah. And it's just like it'd be awesome. Are we ever going to face the fact that like drug testing's well, look at the not cycling. ever going to be like? Look at the cycling. Yeah. You don't look at those dudes and be like, they're jack dudes. You just look at those, they look like they've got big legs and that's it, but they look emaciated up top. Mm-hmm. When they went back after chastising Armstrong for what he what he did, that's right, isn't it, Armstrong? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, they, like the, when they went back through the history of blood tests and actually did it all, they had to go to find the natural guy in cycling. Mm-hmm. They had to go back to 18th place. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wow. And there's well, shit on Armstrong for all those years. And he's like, motherfuckers. Yeah. yeah. There's 17 but, of the fucks behind me doing the same shit. But also natural. <laughs> that just meant that they didn't catch that guy. He was just on something different more yeah. than like... Uh, yeah. Because they, well, now they can they test find, for it though because they've held the blood samples. Yeah, but they they've gone back and done... Different metabolites and yeah, then yeah. they'll retest different for something shit. that they couldn't test for previously. But they'll yeah. probably do it again in five years time with more metabolites and, and like, oh yeah he's everyone taking... will be on something yeah, yeah like, i don't know in the I, group. I, I do think when they like when they're in that circle and they know that everybody else is doing it like if you if you genuinely want to be competitive and that's your that's your thing it's shit that they're being forced to like lie about it because they obviously want to be the best at the, their sport yeah and you can't be the best at your sport if you're with a load of other people that are taking drugs so what's your option you're like being backed into a corner there yeah and I don't know, I guess it's always going to be the way because like, I don't think drug testing is ever going to be comprehensive enough because they can just adjust the chemical structure of something and then they're like, oh, well, now that's a different compound that we can't mm, find. Cause yeah. it's, so they're always going to be, one step, they're always gonna be one step behind, cat aren't mouse. they? Cat mouse, cat Whereas if they were just like, do what the fuck you want to do, like, we're, we're here to, yeah, we're yeah, here to see people like push their body as far as possible. So. I'd be there to see somebody tackle someone so hard a head came off. Yeah. yeah. Just imagine, <laughs> back to the gladiator. Yeah. Yeah. Imagine like Greco-Roman wrestling like Whoa. with Unlimited because obviously look at look at some of those guys and tell me they're fucking natural. Yeah. Like I, I just some of them look. You tell me Brock Lesnar's not natty. 
<sighs> Apparently not. God damn. He did fluctuate though, didn't he? Like when he was when he, WWE, when he, when he, when he had the big when he went yeah, UFC. Yeah. And, and then, then he just went melty. <laughs> yeah. And then there was that one time he came back and looked good and then like run, he won, didn't he? And then ran off and they were like, Can we test you? Like, no. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. then refused he just didn't sign any other fights he was like what are you testing for I'm not going to fight again what's the fucking point point? Yeah, and yeah. he just clearly just came in geared smashed left mm. fair play was that uh, the Mark Hunt fight yes because Mark Hunt Mark was Hunt the UFC yeah which really? is oh yeah because they, the UFC basically Let delayed what was in his testing until mm. post fight and even then it didn't happen. Right. So Mark Hunt had unwittingly, he'd been drug tested right the way through and then went in against an untested Lesnar, yeah, got fair. like smashed and uh, and then was Smack like, well, you just basically put my it? life at risk for, yeah. yeah fair I, play that. I don't know if he got a payout for that. I hope he did. I don't, yeah, I don't he, was, he seemed like a good guy as well. Yeah, I really like Mark Hunt. Yeah. I think he left the UFC after that. I think yeah, that was yeah, his I last, seen him since. That was his last thing. He, was, he got was, a big payout and was able to just, yeah, he, he was on his way out. Anyway. Yeah, he was an older, an older guy, but I think in combat sports, that's when it really does um, become se- severely dangerous. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like that gap between, you know, obviously there's a massive skill component, but if you have two equally skilled people, mm. one of them is like, you know, riddled with hormones. <laughs> the other one is, you know, just functioning naturally, who's probably depleted as fuck because they've had to water cut and whatever else yeah. to actually do it. I don't know. It just seems like that's when people could seriously, seriously get hurt. Well, I don't know why we've got onto this. <laughs> let's, get, let's pull the, it back it's, it's the coffee it's, it's the coffee cognitive con- yeah Jesus Christ it makes you political that's what we found out let's get back to it Ryan's the lead singer of a band <laughs> <laughs> has nothing to do with anything to do with the Olympics he's neither drug tested for it anyway is where so he, he's fully geared up Take to just off. sing harder <laughs> directly into his vocal cords yeah. yeah so Late Night Legacy is your band you're the lead singer and there are four of you in the band mm-hmm. and you have just Come off being a support act for was it Reef? Reef, yeah. 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 Which you played for eight thousand people. Oh no, was it that, not was that, was, that was the other one. That was a different one. Yeah. How many was? Oh right, okay. Rewind. <laughs> you just come off being a support act for Reef. You played for eight people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, gone. No, the Reef gig was amazing. It was like a, I don't know what you what I pictured when I was like seventeen. Yeah. To be doing at this level, like we have actually done it now. So it's like. And they reached out to you directly, which is not. Not a common Not thing. Not the norm, yeah. So their manager just sent me an email and was like, you know, I spoke to so, so many promoters and they were like, your name keeps coming up. Um, so I want to book you for to support A and Reef. Uh, so oh, I was like, A was the band who's done... Uh, nothing. We got nothing. nothing. Got nothing. I love that music, that one. The big yeah. tune. Fuck, I need to put yeah. it back on a playlist. What's it called? Nothing. Nothing. Yeah, yeah. I'll find that easily enough. That's one word yeah. spelling. So, but even listening to them sound check, that song was like that's a, that, that song like, was an Whoa. anthem for I swear, early two thousands or something. I swear that was like an uh, American football EA Sports game. I swear mm. it was on there. Maybe because on Kerrang literally looped. Yeah, forever. I know, but I feel like it, it's it's making me nostalgic about doing something with your yeah. lads. Yeah, it's like a wrestling game or something like that. Mm, I yeah. feel like it was the big, you know, because they had like the. Why do I want to say, yeah, NFL? Mm. It was, yeah. I swear, because they used to have a one big song for each game, didn't they? Yeah. And I think it, it was one of those. Like I'm the, pretty the sure. intro thing. Yeah. Like, or on yeah. the, on the like, And it became like your really. anthem for that year because you yeah. all just played it relentlessly together. Okay. Yeah, that was so cool. So that was like a bit of a surreal moment for you. Yeah, yeah, it was class. Yeah, I mean, the 8,000 thing was a, was a different thing. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah we'll talk like, about that one as well. That was another level. That's insane. So we'd been in a band like maybe two years. Something like that. How long have you been um, now? F- 
five years. She's still pretty babies, really. Yeah, five years as late night legacy, but only. Yeah. But that's all that matters. With the other yeah, we'll two talk. lads, new lads. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, we'll talk about that in a minute. Yeah, 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 so this is. So you're two years in. Two years in, yeah. Jamming. Um, this radio station. So it was Monmouth. This festival was in Monmouth. Yeah. In like Wales. Wales. Yeah. It was sick. But the, the organizers had bigged us up on this radio station. Yeah. All the time saying, like, you know, this is the biggest up and coming band from England and all this. But yeah. like, sound is great. <laughs> but then we walked out on stage to just a sea of like 8,000 people thinking, what on earth? Yeah. This is amazing. Like, chills well into it like loved it we're like yeah this is this should happen every weekend this is sick yeah, yeah. imagine bet, doing this for I life. bet there's no high that a jug could give you that's like that exactly that's why scary? we still do it um, I don't really get I don't want to be big head in that and say I don't yeah. get scared I, I just get but, erections oh, just fucking just get erections and yeah. go back yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I just um, the more you get used to it you know it's like yourself speaking on camera all that it just becomes a natural thing yeah um, but yeah it's it that's was a talent a bit, yeah. to have that ability to do that you know a lot of people just to shit themselves but look at the doors uh morrison used to turn his back on the audience at the beginning yeah yeah didn't couldn't even face him Mm. yeah dude see you have things you don't realize yeah Yeah. true yeah but in that moment it's hard because like obviously you you don't have to step a foot wrong every song's got to be perfect you know we don't choreograph dance moves and shit Mm. but you want to imagine look good like you know yeah of course you can't step a foot wrong but then the little moments where you pull yourself back and think actually what we're doing is amazing. Like I'm literally watching Rob thinking. You're able to be present. We're doing this shit. Like yeah. they're listening to us. Yeah. Um, but yeah, anyway, we like, got off you see stage. the heads all bouncing. Yeah. <sighs> I get goosebumps thinking about that. Yeah, yeah, it was, so it was cool. class. Yeah. But yeah, we come off stage, towel on head, all having beers and that, thinking that it was the best thing in the world. And then they were like, lads, we need you outside. There's like 300 people waiting for you to sign <laughs> stuff. And I'm like, yeah, mate, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be so stupid. And it's like, get outside now please like, guys like being super serious yeah and we went out and there was literally a queue of people wanting us to sign like jumpers trainers Reebok just anything sign any boobs that was mine I was literally my brain was like boobs yeah I have signed boob. a boob just, a just one just the one I've signed one boob in my life did she have more than one boob or was she a she had, she was she had a shoot, couple yeah, was a, yeah. <laughs> that's alright was it the well, girl from Total Recall I was going to say three boobs yeah. <laughs> yeah. why is your brain beating me to the punch on it's this obviously coffee yeah, yeah. 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 Yeah, I'm, I'm feeling slow behind you guys now with that. Um, but yeah, no, I, I did sign one. Because <laughs> you're saying it you like you're remembering it. it. Yeah, you're oh, just re- remembering the boob. Yeah. <laughs> it, was more, it was more funny than anything because it was just sort of like my mum was there. It was like, oh, oh yeah. Know. That was weird. Yeah. It, it was wasn't your mum's, was it? Turn away, mum. No. It definitely was. <laughs> Why is in that coffee? <laughs> um, oh, Joe wasn't ready for that. No. Oh, but geez. yeah, I can officially say I've signed one. But yeah, it was an experience. Six, so. eight thousand people, so. and I bet like so when you're up there and you're playing, mm. you've just got to remember all the words. Yeah, there's no little box at the front with the because sh- some bands have that, don't they? Mm. With the little what do you yeah. call it automated lyric yeah. thing popping up I mean the, in case. I don't know do bands have it the, the president has it and shit no like no that. I've seen it on concert stages yeah, yeah it's like a t- it's built into the, it's probably more pop related yeah, where I they've not it. written the songs themselves I guess yeah but I always just wonder like how does how do you remember because there's, there's points even when I know a song really well mm. and I'll accidentally start the wrong verse that comes in <clears> yeah but when you if wrote you did it that, though, would you, like you've literally gone I through suppose. the whole process 
Yeah. Still yes. Slip. Still yeah. Slip I was going to say, I bet there's moments. What would you do when that happens? If that happens, just do you, go do you, with it. Make it up. You, you make that. You do. You flip the verses around. Yeah. I'll just, just confuse it. the just audience. Make a noise. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so would the band be able to pick up on that and just like rift it out for a moment and then come back in? We pick up on each other's mistakes all the time. Yeah. yeah. But like, you can't stop. Do you know what I mean? No, like no. to, to <laughs> stop. Yeah, so, hang on, boys. Sorry, hold on. Can we start again? Fuck that one. Yeah, but no one ever picks up on it. Like, unless they're being really polite. Nobody ever says... Like, even people in our team, like, we've got, like, photographers that come mm-hmm. through us and all that. Um, they're, like, flawless, like, sound. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but we'll be like, no, we fucked up, like, fucked six up times. Up. Oh, really? Yeah. I think that's all right, though, then, because it's, like, it, it's each, like, live act that's a slightly unique version of, of yeah. that song. So it's, yeah. like, an ever-so-slight yeah. alteration on it. Yeah. I, I change the choruses all the time. Oh, yeah. So, Dreams of You... Um, we just throw in an alt chorus now, which we think sounds better. So that's the thing, the annoying thing being in a band, because you, you put all this time into recording one song, it takes all this effort and you believe in it. <clears> and <throat> then a few weeks later in practice, I'll throw something else out. And, and you're like, oh, that we'll sounds like, good. You should have recorded that. Yeah, but can't you just release an acoustic version and chuck that in or something? Yeah, we could. You should do an acoustic version of Dreams of You. It sounds sick. Yeah. We did do it in a in a garden in lockdown, but it was, yeah. <laughs> it was basic yeah but, but it, sometimes it, that's good yeah mm-hmm. it was alright like giving it that raw tone sometimes is a nice thing like you said there was that band what was it Don what was it Don Broco yeah and you said they recorded one song through an iPhone microphone so interestingly enough A the band that we supported nothing yeah he produced the latest album mm-hmm. which he told us at, at the gig we're like minds are blown like yeah. the circles are so small like yeah. bands at the top not saying we're there, like, but, yeah, but at least you got there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, and they recorded like I think it's one true prince. Um, literally just through a iPhone mic. Like he's got all these expensive mics, and he's like, tell you what, I like the sound of it when you've done it. You know, I don't know what over Zoom to me on that mic. I don't know how he came up with it. Yeah. But yeah, even bands at that top level are just throwing just things in. Crazy. Like that. But that, I think that's what's what you know. If everything's too crisp and too clean all the time, it does lose that authenticity mm. of the, the vocal and stuff like that because it's all a bit too clean. Yeah. I, I like, you know, when you hear those raw concert sets yeah. where it's not perfect and there's crowd noise in the back and all that going on, it gets you kind of, you hear the song in a different way. Mm. So it can, it, can, it can almost give you a new life to an old song. Yeah. I really like that. You should do definitely do an acoustic version of that. Yeah. Why, why not? It couldn't it take you long to just bang one out, and then it's another thing up there. It's another new release. Bring your voice, bit of acoustic. Here's a guitar downstairs. Come on, Lloyd. I've got one upstairs. The one of the bridge on it needs replacing. Yeah. Yeah, because that's my goal this year is actually to learn to play that fucking thing. I need to get it fixed. One of the, is it the bridge at the bottom that holds the, the strings in place? Yeah. You don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I've never had a guitar lesson it's, in my it's, life. Well, it's threaded, so it like keeps pulling the string. Keeps it's not staying tight, so it'd be like, bong. Oh, right. Okay. So I can't keep practicing on it because it keeps going bong out of sync. It's an electric guitar. Yeah, it's one of those. That shouldn't happen though. Well, it's really the, th- the screw's threaded. It needs replacing, oh, so it keeps it, slipping. Yeah. Right, it won't stay tight. Yeah. So I need to go get that fixed, and then I can start learning again. Yeah, you not got an acoustic? Not no, work. no, because I got sent this one by uh, one oh, of my followers right. kindly. Yeah. It's in a proper old school axe looking yeah. one, you know, with like the ones you would draw as a kid. Just with aggressive. All the picking, uh, yeah. 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 It's really good. Is it BC Rich? No. It's um, BC Rich. These were like that. They had the Warlock, like Slipknot guitarist players. Oh, what's Rich. it called? Big spiky thing. I've got a word glide in my head and it's not right. Yeah. Cruiser. Okay. Cruiser, I think it is. A cruiser thing. It's like a, a decent entry level one, apparently. But mm-hmm. my mate came around um, parking. 
who just turns up on his Harley, always looks cool no matter his way, and you can put a bin bag on him, looks cool. And he went, oh, let me have a go. And he just picks it up. I'm expecting him to just do a little, and he goes, and so she starts rifting on it. I'm like, oh, fuck's sake. Mm. Go, go home. Go home. Go home. So yeah, that's one of my uh, goals for you. Fix the guitar, then to play it. So by the time you come back, I will be able to play the Jaws theme tune. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> or Blind Date, which is... Dana. It's quite, it's quite similar to the Jaws. Yeah, <laughs> that'll be my skill set. Now you've pointed it out. Yeah. <laughs> I tried playing it though, dude. Weightlifting and guitars, not a good blend. Mm. Like, because you like this, my like yeah. forearms, yeah. holy shit. I was like 20 minutes in, I'm, yeah. I'm pretty much done. Yeah. I was like, oh, this Cramping is, up. yeah. It's not good dreams. for the guitar either. So like, I get my guitar like worked on uh, before we record. Yeah. So tuned up, replaced shit. And uh, like, basically the, the neck of a guitar. Mm. Usually, like when they're sorting them out, the top end will be worn from people like sliding, soloing, and shit. And then I had this guitar. That, like I handed it to him, and he's like, "How long have you had this? Like these fenders haven't been out that long." Yeah. And I was like, "Oh, literally like six months." And he was like, "Mate, it looks like you've had this guitar like ten years." Really. And I was like, "What do you mean?" And he was like, "I've never seen so much wear on the frets, like the bars in between." Because um, you're just too strong. Because I just fucking clamp yeah. on. Yeah. Because I play a majority of shit down there. Yeah. Um, chords and that when you're singing, but I must just when I'm singing like, <laughs> just yeah. So I don't fuck it up. Squeezing like, the fuck out of it. Yeah, but it, like it, it mental. There's a few people have pointed it out like the in recording. It's like, mate, stop trying to strangle that guitar. <laughs> but it's just like I, I don't feel like I'm doing that. Just trying to flex the whole time to look extra cool. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Who cares what it sounds like? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Give me another guitar. I'm about to squeeze his python. Snaps halfway through. Next yeah. guitar. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh, that's a gimmick right there. How many days like, so going hard. through like fucking a guitar person just because you're fucking yeah. most muscular into fucking dust. <laughs> yeah, I got a stat test to do that. I think. Yeah. That would be the... tell, tell us uh, about, um, you mentioned it in the other podcast that we recorded, mm. about when you turned up at the Reef gig. Like what happened when you were, when you first got there and how was that different to normally turning up at a gig? Yeah, I mean, so we, we usually lug everything around. We carry everything or like our team help us with, with stuff. Um, but we rocked up to the Reef gig and there's literally, you know, a gang of crew Crewman. to take our stuff they had like a cage you know like a little hotel oh, yeah. hotel yeah. cage yeah. yeah i know what you mean like, um, a big suitcase trolley, trolley yeah because yeah. our arms are heavy like the giant high watts like big things and uh yeah just stacked it all on literally took it out of my hands and just goes yeah just go and chill out in the back we'll go and set her up on stage and everything for you and we're like, just like yeah well this is where we need to be yeah, yeah. <laughs> never want to never <laughs> want to carry your own stuff again yeah but it's difficult because once you get a taste it's mm. like yeah, did, did the next gig where you where you pulled up and, you, and no one was there and you're just like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you've got a bell. It's so ping, much better than ping. this. Yeah, I was no, like, nobody. We, we've got to carry it? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I mean, we give the same energy at every gig. Yeah. Yes. It's just like, you've got to do that. Yeah. 100 or 10,000. It's mm. got to be the same. I bet um, sometimes the smaller ones are like, maybe a bit more so, because yeah. it's more like intimate and you, you can, can literally see like everyone, see the people. Yeah. yeah. So we played right after the... the Leeds gig we played a gig in Stockton on Tees in like a it's called Any Volume music bar like North East Volume right. it's a sick bar like for music lovers it's it's cool it's a it's lot like a smaller mm. um, so but for that reason we had so much more fun because all the pressure was off we had so much pressure to get it right yes yeah. we're supporting Reef and here this yeah. is a fucking huge crowd Michael in Leeds Michael moment almost yeah yeah and then yeah we just had such a laugh 
at the next gig. It's yeah. like shit went wrong, but it was funny. Yeah, mm. yeah. But the big, the bigger, um, bigger bands still do do these smaller venues very frequently. Because I, when I was in Australia, um, now I can only remember the support act's name, mm. which says a lot because they were way better. Yeah, uh, they were called Crystal Lake. Okay, and they're I think they're like a Tokyo-based band or something like that. Dude, I mean, this was this was heavy music. This was like, if you listen to Crystal Lake, they're like there's a lot of that vocal screaming, like mm. technical screaming, obviously yeah. going on, and their music's fast and hard. Yeah. Um, but this guy, man, he they were, and what I liked about them all, they were all shredded. Yeah. Yeah. Like they were proper because the main band that came out, yeah, their music was good. You'd know them if I said the name. Actually, it's a bit of a shame I can't remember. Yeah. But their guitarist looked like a thumb. <laughs> you know yeah. but he didn't have the aesthetics he wanted. didn't have the aesthetics yeah. <laughs> yeah, he, had, he had the emo hair but then he was just a thumb like his head just like that but he had the really nice voice so they'd have this guy who came out who looked like um, Ludo from Labyrinth yeah. like and then the guitar guy had short like, cropped side hair with a sweep over but he was tubby but he would sing like the soft melody chorus and then the guy come back in for the heavy vocals for the verses yeah, yeah. it was that, that mix you know the classic like Linkin Park style that stuff mm-hmm. um Fuck, I need to find out what they're called. But it, it really took away from me that, like, because all I kept looking at him was, he looks like a thumb. Yeah. And I was, he uh, doesn't look cool enough to be when singing. I listen, yeah, when I listen to them without the visual, I look like the music. But yeah. in live, after watching these guys just be, there were boundless energy just flying around the fucking stage, bouncing. The whole band were bouncing mm. unison to the tune, yeah. which had the crowd in it. And then this dude was just stepping out onto the crowd. And I mean, like, literally, hand surfing. He was st- Stood on hands, yeah. just yeah. balancing, whilst looking at them all, and just going, and, and then just fucking, and the crowd are getting fucking bouncing, the whole band's going. I was like, holy fuck. Sounds and like was, a sick gig. This yeah. was about two, <laughs> there was about 200 people there, Max. It was fucking sick. I've got videos on my phone. I'll pull yeah. up for you afterwards. And it was fucking sick. And then the main band came out. I was like, eh, all right. The, the, the Crystal Lake, I yeah. straight downloaded all their shit when I went on, on afterwards, Spotify. But the main band that Crystal Lake were with, they both then went to a bigger concert that we went to afterwards, mm. which was in the massive arena that we got invited to go to. And we were in a, we weren't in a box, which as much as it's lovely to be invited to go to a box, mm-hmm. they're rubbish to go and watch bands from. Because you're so yeah, disconnected. You're not in, that you're not energy, in you're yeah, not in the, yeah. The crew, yeah. And you're kind of you're always with people who are in the box because it's a box. They're not there really for the music. They have to yeah. the free beer and food and just take pictures of them being in a box. Mm-hmm. And I really, I'm like, oh, fuck you guys. Yeah, yeah actually, a lot. Of, most the of the blokes pitch. there were really nice people. <laughs> that sometimes you get dicks in mm-hmm. the box with you who've been invited in, and they sometimes you get up. dicks in the pit though. Yeah, and they're usually yeah, yeah. my friends, like, <laughs> drunk <laughs> players. <laughs> Guy with the green hair is getting it, yeah. and then you see this guy with green hair just disappear. I'm like, man, why are you doing that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he's, have you he's, seen he's that? Dead. Have you seen that video of the guy who's like throwing his arms back, and he deliberately just backs up to this one geezer who's just there with a beer, <laughs> just and then just him. smashes him in the face oh, for no reason, dude. and it's like blatantly obvious. Yeah. I'd leather that guy if yeah. he did that to me. I, yeah, I, I, and the guy's I'd be, literally I'd fighting him. That's when you prefer to be in the box. I think well, he's like, I just step away. I step away from the pit. Like, I wouldn't get in that. Yeah, I've been yeah. in a mosh pit before yeah. and it did. I just thought, I'm going to punch them one in a minute. Like, yeah. I didn't get it. They were all, yeah, this is fun. I was like, no, it's not. Mm. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to kill you in a minute if you do that again. Yeah. Like, I, I, I like that we're going to do this, the whirlpool. Circle of death. Yeah, that looks sick from when you're watching it on top. That looks mad. Yeah, oh, yeah, when they're all yeah. running in the same direction. Yeah. That's it's fun cool. to run in it as well, but it's like. Yeah, I like all that, but it's when someone like that gets like that dickhead mm-hmm. who's just got an attitude problem and uses mm. an excuse to smash somebody. Yeah, this guy's literally cool. was just there with his beer and like the. He literally punches through the plastic cup, so the (laughs) beer just goes everywhere. And the guys just say, like, what What the the fuck? fuck? Yeah, (laughs) that's not cool, bro. 
But what I was saying was, yeah, this band, they went on to then do this big show. So they did the smaller venue to like ramp them up mm. and then went and did the bigger show. And the same, the guys who came out who were support act at mm. the big show were just as fucking sick. But the guys who came out from the main thing, they were a bit mundane because after they'd been on the stage, these younger guy, well, mm. not even younger, just more energetic dudes, hand surfing fucking crowd, really in the music. Yeah. Like I said, you give it everything no matter what. Yeah. They give it the same at both places. Whereas the other band, when they came out, were just kind of static in comparison. Yeah. But they were like the headliner. You know, it's like... Mm. On, the, on the flip side, it's like the new band are hungry and they're like, I've yeah. got to do everything to impress because I really want mm. this. Whereas the band that are already there, it's but, like... It's this also is work. the I'm physical bit... capability of the other band was yeah. more like Thumb and, oh, yeah. and Ludo visual, were never had, like Ludo had a gut. Yeah. He just had the long hair and he'd sing with the head down, you know. Yeah. But he had great voices, great yeah. voices, and the songs yeah. were good. But there just wasn't that energy behind them. And even if they wanted it, I reckon they'd have been like, "Oh fuck it up." You need to be shredded. I think there's just you like do, it's part. I know it just yeah. not shredded, but do you know what I mean? You need to be yeah. lean and yeah. like athletic. You just like if I could. I'll find that fueled by stimulants when my phone doesn't need to be on <laughs> not you though I'll find the name <laughs> not me not like you just a banana and an apple <laughs> over a two year period I researched them and you can see in the pictures they just steadily get fatter as mm. they get more like gigs and stuff I guess like mm. more money mm. right, so they, that they, can sometimes be the road as well because drinking and you know, like, yeah drink. but it was a short period like you look at them a few years ago and the thumb was thin mm. no longer, Poor guy. yeah so, and you'll know them as he's watching this man yeah sorry thumb boy <laughs> <laughs> just you would look you look cool when it started and then just thumb down yeah, yeah. still sounds cooler yeah, yeah but I, I mean it should important. be about the sound the music no, I don't <laughs> agree as visuals are very think important of 80s and well. 90s rock music yeah. it was all about like Axl Rose used to just run from end to end and, yeah. get, and you'd have when he ran to one side the crowd would join in then he ran to the other side that side of the crowd would join in then he'd come to the middle and everyone yeah. you know and that's part and parcel of being that having that legacy as an amazing rock band yeah it's, I think live 100% the visuals gotta like, be there yeah got, yeah, and it doesn't have to be something like massive and elaborate like I spoke about more tall like console mm. and the crazy projections and light show which was fucking amazing mm. but like even if it's not all of that it's just like you're still still watching them aren't they like yeah, otherwise like, you, you wouldn't go to a concert and just close your eyes would you no <laughs> like, yeah 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 I mean some some people do do that they're high they're, <laughs> they're definitely high, high. Yeah, their eyes aren't closed they're just super high they're yeah, just kind like, of yeah they're so baked they're like they're trying <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> they can see you it's just through a tiny fucking slit they're just like oh yeah. but no it's yeah it is important but that genre that you're on about that 90s grunge scene and that yeah. that was the aesthetic then yeah but the danger you have now of being you know top off ripped go mental is people the gatekeepers at the top instantly see you and be like oh you're dated you're a dated band before oh, they've even listened to fuck you fuck you guys it's so shit yeah like I can't even yeah, tell you, you how you, mad it is. Yeah, you me. told us about <laughs> So yeah, let's enlighten people to the real the, the the realism of wanting to be a band. Like it's not cheap. It's expensive. And yeah. it's a bit I wanna say corrupt in the way it's kinda of run. Yeah. So yeah, every, everything has its politics, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, but just, this is uh, savage. Like so got to get one single out. Money. How much just it costs? The, the process, yeah, that it gets you have to go through to yeah. get the single heard. So, so I mean if you want good production, you can record a song on your iPhone in here, but it wouldn't get on radio because they're just like, your production's not good enough. So to get the production, a track will cost like a grand just to record. Yeah. Then and that's, you said that was like entry. Kind yeah, of that's so you can like, go up from there as well. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. yeah. Like the, 
the guy from A, when I said, oh, what we spend on a track, and he's like, yeah, man, I'm, I'm quite a lot more than that. I'd love to plus. record with you, but I need yeah. you know, to take out a loan. Yeah. Yeah. But um, yeah, grand to record it normal level that's like the standard yeah to get it to the standard for radio quality yeah yeah um maybe three grand on pr um or a plugger so pluggers alone sometimes cost three to five grand what is a plugger so if mr lewis here was a plugger and you were i'm a radio radio dj he's the plugger yeah so he takes all these cds from bands there you go and they go here's cds Um, and money and we also give him three grand Oh, there you go. To yeah. do that, what he's just done, and then I go a stack of CDs. Yeah, you might uh, look at like one look of at them. those later, or you might mm-hmm. not. Yeah. yeah, or I might have just gone. <laughs> See, he, oh yeah, three grand. Yeah, he could have just done that. He could have just because there's it. no, like I don't want to out too many people, but the like some pluggers we've worked with have been amazing and they've been very like, you know, yeah, I've done this exactly. They've showed us a list of what they've done and stuff. Some not so much, but even then, it's like that might get you four players on Kerrang! on a Sunday night. That's crazy. At like 11. There's no guarantee of like what you, where you're going to hit and where you're going to land. Sound. We're in, the wrong, we're in the wrong part of this process. Yeah. We've, we've spent all this money and you've made it all. Yeah. So it's, yeah. It, it is backwards and it needs to change. But basically radio DJs need to be more open about new music. Yeah. And festivals as well. Like to get the Foo Fighters headline in every single festival in the world is great. But, but that, nobody else is getting. Nobody's going. going to get a chance till they're like eighty. <laughs> so like it'll be wheeling. Um, they've grown out to gigs. Yeah, <laughs> not yeah. soon. Like they're still good. Yeah, but um, yeah, you, there's like there's not much room for it, unless you're the finished package and everyone's put all this money into you. Hmm. Then it's, it's just like tough. a fluke yeah. of somebody picking you up randomly and be like, I want to invest yeah. hundreds of thousands. I mean, it, it used to happen. The Beatles, it happened to. Like, it just won't happen now. That You don't think that would? Mm-mm. There's nobody out there kind of pushing that side at all? It's not still? I don't think so. I mean, you still get record deals are essentially loans now. So it's like, they'll, like Sony could loan you. 200k mm. for like your album all the PR all the plugin on every song but you're going to pay it back but you got to pay that back and we know bands like I'm not going to name them as well but we know bands that were signed to a big label that mm. I won't name but taken on tour all this and then given that loan spent it on good living recording the album you know stuff that you want to do as a, yeah, as a yeah. rock which star. you 100% would wouldn't you you would yeah you would spend a bit but then uh, they got dropped because they were like the last band, they had to make some cuts. So like, because you're, you know. Newest in, first out. Newest in, yeah, you've got to go. But also, have you got all that money? And then it's like. No, of course I fucking You're joking. Been. Yeah. But yeah. well, surely though, as a band, could you not be like a business? And then they'd loan the business that money. And then you just fold the business. Yeah, I don't know how it works. I, that's what um, I'm doing. Wouldn't but you? I think you've got to be very careful. Surely they're not going to. Like a lot of business loans, if the if there's no like asset with that you'll have to like underwrite that loan personally. Yeah, no, that's true. Dude. Yeah. So they're probably, even though it, it would have been lent to the band, I would imagine the members of the band would probably Signed have to co-sign the yeah. like, if the band folds. Because I imagine they sell it as a business. Is, is like, is yeah, like well, not legacy? Is that a, yeah, Let's not it? talk about the... <laughs> 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 yeah, fair enough. Yeah. It's just like, but I would imagine at a certain you should, point... at a level. It, yeah. it becomes like a, you know, a limited company or whatever commodity. the fuck it would yeah. be. Yeah. yeah. And then, yeah, you'd still, like, when we set up the gym, mm. I was like, oh, yeah, I've just created this brand. But I was like, we've got mm. nothing. So no yeah. ban- no like, no like bank's going to be like, there you go, there's a fucking quarter of a million. Yeah. You have to, like, 
co-sign that like if you fold the business yeah that gets repaid yeah so yeah. i'd imagine it'd probably be a similar thing because otherwise fucking people would be doing that left right and center wouldn't they yeah just like oh, i've got a new band fold that one we've got yeah, a new you, one now yeah. with a, a new guy who plays a triangle yeah, and but got pulling a different in that money is not easy though yeah it's not like you could just rip it off on off because to get that mm. loan in the first place is gold dust yeah but yeah that, that's what happens basically or as, as much as i'm aware of um, yeah it just it's one of those it's like you might find again, like a, an mouse, angel investor oh that'd yeah. be brilliant I mean we have got people that do Help send out. us money that's yeah. cool have um, you like got a GoFundMe and stuff no just you because about that? yeah I dude, mean, you could do like a, really well. maybe like they could get access to like you recording stuff early or like yes yeah people probably would like if there's people that are willing to just give you money just to support you yeah like there's definitely going to be people that even if it had like a patron that was like x amount and yeah. then you could just whenever you're going in and doing stuff behind the scenes that people don't get to see even part of the process just yeah. fucking set your phone up and yeah. just let people let people yeah. watch like what's True. going on behind yeah, the scenes watch you recording a track would be cool yeah or like even coming up with lyrics to stuff like you know we we, we spoke about it in the other podcast that we didn't yeah, do yeah. which we'll talk about now yeah. but like that process of like how you come up with a song like yeah. that's got to be interesting for yeah, like, I, don't, I have no that, idea yeah. like what the process Fair. was and you obviously said different bands have different processes yeah. so what do you want to say what your process yeah, yeah, is for like recap there because remember it was yeah. not heard it so this is weird because in my head you we've write, already had this you, conversation you write lyrics and then you put song notes to yeah. the lyrics. Have Some people write like that. Yeah, we don't do that. So Eminem does that in his notebook. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we basically we set out with like a riff or an idea of a. So the, the music little, is the muse. Yeah, a bit of music. So like, I'll come up with a riff, or Rob will, or James will, any of us. Um, then we'll bring that riff to practice with the band, and then we'll all chime in like drums will come in bass will come in i'll think of something over the top maybe guitar and we'll just run that for a while and then we'll run that till it gets a structure and the whole time that's running i'm thinking of a melody that would fit over it literally just a do you have an idea of a song not not like the lyrics but as in like a feeling and emotion what it's to do with like the story yeah. behind it and you try and work that in or do you just literally go with what the music tells you i just go exactly i go with what i'm feeling at that time yeah so if i've literally you know, Taylor Swift style, just broken up with someone. Yeah. Then that is on the, the forefront of my mind. So, so that, that's going to come in. That upset, that anger is going to come mm. out. Um, if I'm angry about the world and Boris Johnson, like on our upcoming single, <laughs> um, then I'm going to spout all that. Yeah. But then I've got to make that nonsense make sense. Because yeah. usually it's a lot of noises, words, yeah. phrases that sound, I, well, that I think sound cool. Yeah. And then I've then got to make it, Makes sense. Yeah, so put a, usually put a structure to it, like yeah. So we'll spend. We'll usually spend an hour or two on one song and just run it and run it and run it. Then I'll go away, write the lyrics in my room to the song, and then come back with it and think and ask the lads, "Is this all right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is this all right?" And am I saying something weird? Like, yeah. That's an interesting process, though, as well. It like because in my head there would have been a topic, and mm. then from the topic you might either yeah. go like, "This is the feel that I want." Yeah. Then start coming up with a riff from the feel, and then maybe solidify some of the the lyrics a little bit yeah. more from there. We maybe like, should do that. That's, I don't know. Just it's, like it's, it's probably a good idea. But the idea, the idea, <laughs> it's a really good idea. Do you know what? I never thought of that. Yeah. But the the idea <laughs> of having having like the the music's gonna kind of dictate 
the vibe as well. Like, obviously, mm. you've got the feel, like, whatever your emotional state is That's at that I mean. point. Do, but the music is going to influence the, that too. Does it come into the riff? Does the emotion come into the riff? Surely, before you start, there's got to be a little something going on in there. Like, in my brain. Just yeah. Tumble, tumble, <laughs> yeah. tumbleweed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, of course. Of course, there is. But <laughs> I think. You, go, you must go in with an in, some intent, surely. No. It's, it's really. literally, we'll just do it and then. Blank canvas. Just try and feel it. Yeah. So, like, if. Literally, it always it's comes quite from a poetic a way of doing it, I guess. Mm. Yeah, it always comes true from to a the music. Mental. True to the music. Like if I play, like I don't know, and then I'll think of a like just something. Yeah. And uh, yeah, we'll just fucking vibe on that for like an hour straight, and then I'll sit back and start thinking. I need to write a fucking song. Do you ever do? Do you, do you ever do one and then think, oh fuck, what did I just do? Oh yeah, all the time. You know, so many ever have dead any, hours of my life. Yeah. Ever, <laughs> ever have any of the like tenacious D fucking the best song in the world? But yeah, we can't, oh, yeah, we can't, can't remember the yeah. song in the world. Honestly, if we didn't have uh, uh, smartphones with recording ability, I don't yeah. know how the fuck the Beatles and shit remembered stuff. Like, yeah. and an Oasis practicing in like a cellar. Yeah. Mm. Because if we don't record shit, it is gone. My memory is terrible. I 100% think you should set up some kind of like a, a Patreon or something. Yeah. With just like, it doesn't have to be anything too heavy. Just like a few quid a month. Mm. And then like... It's something. To yeah, take over, yeah, they can just like set your phone up. It's not, it wouldn't be too much work to do. Mm. And like, there's obviously so many hardcore fans. They'd like love to yeah. get a chance to see some of that creative process. Because that's going to, because it's a, it's, it's going to be limited to only the people that are on yeah, the Patreon. Like They've got like, exclusive access to something and seeing the creative process behind yeah. things it's mm. just like it'd probably like tie you like closer, closer with the fans yeah, yeah. and especially yeah. if like they can comment on it and stuff like that they'll be able to like ah, be yeah, cool. put their own input and stuff that they like stuff that they didn't like yeah. and, I mean and I know bands you. that do it bands at our level yeah. do do it because yeah. um, you even sent me raw raw tracks of yours and asked for my opinion on them true and that was and, yeah. and, and you and then I'd send something back being like not being rude but and then be this bit, and then you'd be like, "Yeah, that's exactly what I thought." Just wanted the confirmation on it. Yeah. Like, oh, <laughs> like, yeah. But I was just honest about it, and and then it solidified exactly your thought needs. on it as well. Yeah. Because otherwise, between you, you've heard it so many times, you start to go a little blind to what it to the to the errors and stuff. Yeah. Don't you? Mm -hmm. It's like when I'm editing videos, if I just stare at it for too long, kind of grade vid cuddling and stuff. I've watched so much that you get this edit black. Even editing pictures, yeah, it, you you start to over edit stuff because you're so used to seeing that edit in front of you. Hundred percent. Yeah, so it's always good to have that that takeaway from somebody fresh, fresh eyes. Fresh yeah. eyes, isn't it? That's yeah. the nice thing. And uh, like at the end of the day, they're the fucking fans, aren't they? They're the of ones course. who are like consuming yeah. it. So they're the people who surely. You're not, you know, you're still just doing your thing, yeah. And they obviously like you doing your thing, but like getting some feedback like from people that do love you socially mm. now that'd be mm. a great thing, and, yeah. and then like that's, a little, that's a little bit more funding, music. yeah. I think that's a good idea, though. Like, I would imagine if you had an input into how songs turned out for your yeah. band you love because that's so, yeah, that's so special. Like, everyone yeah. has these like songs that they love, and that's yeah. meaningful, mm. and then imagine like. So imagine you I'll, I'll have to comment on yeah, like I before like yeah, yeah like <laughs> I'll have to comment saying oh you should swap that bit and that bit yeah. and then forever that's their, their favourite song because they actually yeah. they, were, they were part yeah, of that creative process like imagine if that True. was happening with Guns N' Roses we could have stopped the Spaghetti Incidents album from ever even occurring yeah <laughs> that is the most random one Jesus they actually have cows mooing in one of the songs 
I mean, it's creative. It's original. We need to one-up a cowbell, so we're going to have an actual cowbell. cowbell. Yeah, yeah, you have cow. Oh, Everybody yeah. loves cowbell. Let's get a cow. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's it. They were just like, okay, what's better than a cowbell? Yeah. A cow. An, an actual, actual cow. cow. I reckon that happened in a boardroom as well. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. 100%. Eric's got awesome. an idea, guys. Also, oh, they were high, and someone left the room halfway through the suggestion. What do you want? Cow. Yeah. And they're super high. Didn't really do anything. The guys left the room. Bell. Oh, he's gone. Or yeah. <laughs> they they brought a cow in with a cowbell on, and, and, they went, and yeah. then the cow just stood there and just mooed instead of like moving for the bell to ring. The like, we, cow. we wanted a we wanted an authentic mm. ring of a bell from an actual cow, <laughs> yeah. and then it just but moved the instead. Yeah, they went, they and they were like, "Fuck it, we'll put that in." Yeah. Just imagine them leading a cow into a studio, <laughs> just there, like stood in front of the mic with that do vacant look in their face, just like, no. <laughs> Do you think, Cow? Yeah, do you think, Cow? That, I reckon that's happened 100%. Someone's had live animals brought in because they needed it creatively. 100%. To be method. Mm. Yeah. I'd love to do happened. shit like that. That's Got just reminded yeah, that's me of... That's what you need to be doing. Yeah. Just live chickens in whilst you're playing. Chuck yeah. them into the crowd. Yeah. You can be like Ozzy Osbourne, yeah. Yeah. but don't bite stuff. Yeah. yeah. yeah just, <laughs> just, just throw just farmyard animals. animals. <laughs> Just, just send like a fucking 400 kilo pig into the crowd. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's just getting knocked over, just wild in a real small gig as well. Yeah. It's just like like 80 people or something just loose a pig just down by a vicious pig. <laughs> Release the pigs. <laughs> like a bad scene from an Hannibal Lecter movie. Yeah, yeah. You just get a scream going and then release the pigs. Do you think like we said about again something in the other podcast? Um, the the band that played before Tool, mm. Brass Against, and nobody knew, nobody knew who that was. And then mm. I said, "Oh yeah, the the lead singer pissed on one of the fans." Yeah, and everybody knew about that bit. Like, fair enough, you don't remember the name, but like, <laughs> yeah. at least you'd know. Oh yeah, you were the person that pissed on someone. Yeah, yeah. female. What she's uh, yeah, so she females. literally like a. She, what would you call? It? Is she sing? Does she sing? Yeah, oh, yeah. So she's the lead so singer. Say she's single. I was going to say <laughs> she's single. She's single. Yeah, yeah. No, she's really pretty as well. She's mm. like. Yeah, yeah. And not that I'd like, enjoy being peed on though. I don't think. I know, I don't get it. The guy's loving it. It's literally his face. I'm also like, yeah, he's had a weird childhood. But yeah. imagine that's like that's your thing, and then literally, you, that's got probably for him that was his like ultimate fantasy, absolute yeah. lifetime high. Uh, yeah, like everything from that point on down. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Other than I imagine he probably wished it would have been a bit more private, but maybe he didn't. Yeah, yeah. maybe that was a part. Of yeah, the maybe that was yeah. part of it. But yeah, I mean, definitely on stage. things like that, doing things like that will definitely yeah, just release wild pigs. Yeah. It. yeah. So if we see pigs, if you see pigs at a late night legacy gig, yeah, you got us to thank for it. You heard it here first. See, yeah, <laughs> see that all these people on your Patreon would be like leaving comments. I want to see a live pig bring in the, the game. <laughs> yeah. People bring start the turning pig. up with bring pigs. the pig. Bring, bring the, the pig. pig. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't think this is happening. <laughs> <laughs> Just can't imagine what venues are allowed. Let's circle back though to the fact that, <laughs> that you were in a brass band. Oh man, come on! Yeah, bring oh, it, it in. It wasn't a brass band. You, you were, yeah. I played I, uniform, everything. I hear no uniform. <laughs> so it was like, oh man. What so did you play? I played the euphonium. So, euphonium, and so this is if you've seen Family Guy when Peter Griffin has a his own mm. theme tune yeah. yeah, it's one of those big boys. They're massive. How big is it? Like, uh, smaller. Let's keep going. What? About there. I was a small child when I played this. Do they have different size ones then? Because that dude we brought up in a picture when you uh, when we found out you did that was he looked like he was that big. Yeah, maybe. 
I don't know. But it's I only played it since. for a very small amount of time. Yeah. It was just my first taste of an instrument. Because yeah. our school was like... It was a good school, but it was like... It didn't have many facilities. Not yeah. a lot of money. Um, so, yeah, that was the instrument section mm. a trumpet a euphonium and a clarinet or whatever oh right that's what you got so literally from. three three of us from like the football team like met on a <laughs> wednesday wednesday afternoon <laughs> <Just made it. laughs> it was fun i learned jingle bells uh maybe you should bring else. back oh, a, a euphonium right. solo yeah i'd love brass instruments because <laughs> oh, sometimes yeah. that sounds sick they do with, sound good. with rock yeah 100 mm. that um, brass against it was like so it was some of them were really good but it was like it felt very chaotic because mm. like that fast pace of like some of the metal songs that they were covering, yeah. they covered a couple of tall songs and like, just a bit much. It was still good, but it was just yeah. so, it was so different because like, and there was some stuff I don't, I don't, I literally don't understand how they played it. Like mm. it was amazing that they managed to like do that with a brass instrument. Yeah. Like, it's a so difficult instrument. To th- play. That's cool. When you hear an instrument do something you don't expect it to do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's a cool thing. I like when the people get ingenious with things like that. Mm. Yeah. What people don't know, so I have to tell it again. Those things fill up with spit. Yeah, a little spit there's valve. A, there's a spit valve on a brass instrument. Oop. Imagine you, the orchestra you're listening to. All you're hearing is this. What you're not hearing is. Oh, they don't it's, do it during. Do they not? It doesn't yeah. gather it all. It just gathers, yeah. It's getting heavier and heavier. Oh. <laughs> it's not that much. By the time they're walking off, you see a sloshing. Yeah, there's another one. See, if, if, you, uh, if you had a patron... Pop that into a little cup, post oh, that out to somebody. Yeah, Either. dude. There's yeah. that woman. Yeah. You see that woman who was selling farts in a jar? Yeah, she made herself she like 50 Ill. grand a week or something. She made herself ill. Yeah, no, yeah, she started eating so farts. much cruciferous foods and protein shakes yeah. to create farts so she could sell them okay, that no. she caused herself like uh, g- gastro stress. Yeah. She yeah. basically overbloated herself and she was ending and up in hospital. And she was pushing them out as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was literally baking farts deliberately yeah. in her stomach, so eating gassy food why are you hearing being so weird man. Oh, no. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> social media man. imagine weird. paying for a fart <laughs> they were paying thousands yeah. for a fart she'd wouldn't she do put something else in there with it it was like a, cloth, oh. a, bit, a bit of cloth or something something <laughs> to soak up the fart smell so that it remained oh. once they opened it I only, I only saw like, a, a, the, the, like the headline of the article I didn't yeah. actually read it I was just I'm like, like woman hospitalised for selling farts oh. yeah she made a fuck ton. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you can't knock people's kinks wherever turns you on, turns you on. But yeah, like you do, you. But, but, but like jars in mm, jar, farts in a jar, fart in a jar. If you're paying thousands of farts in a jar, and then like yeah. imagine yeah, probably, how fleeting probably. that moment is. Yeah. You just like, what are you doing? So obviously you're gonna be like jacking off. Yeah. You're gonna have to get ready, right to, to the yeah, ready to for that moment. You know, then you're gonna have to let, <laughs> let go to open the jar, and then be like, <laughs> oh, and then go back, oh, back to it. <laughs> Uh, that is a vision I don't want better. Ooh, if you brain. do that, if you do do that, tell ooh. us how you do that. Yeah, 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 yeah definitely. Let us know. It kind of makes me feel a bit weird. I don't know. Yeah, not, I'm not like that. Make, yeah, no. The fact that there are that makes me think they've got people in the cellar. Mm-hmm. Or, or maybe they like drill a small hole in it so it seeps out slowly, so they can like. I think you've done the, this. Put before. the thumb on it. Pull your jersey. <laughs> done this ah, so you, you've, you've got so excited. You've edged yourself backwards out of shot. There you go. You're back in now. Over the podcast, you just needed slowly to cr- edged I, backwards. I needed to create more shot. room for my jacking off motion. I was just like, <laughs> 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 cross out. <laughs> oh right, where Jesus? Where are we at? Spittoons well, and selling, jacking off the farts. Fucking hell. Yeah. Right. Let's get back to the back. So where's your next gig? Where is it? Yeah. Manchester. It's in Man- we know it's going to be Manchester. Mm. Do we have a, a, a venue in mind? TBA. So we don't know yet. We don't know yet. 
Um, is there is there a few potentials on the on the cards, or is it have you got like an idea of size or? Yeah, so it's just a different promoter. We work with loads of different promoters, and this okay. promoter in particular is quite a good one. Like they're at a good level. Yeah. Um, and they do like live Amazon streams and all that. Oh, on that's cool. Twitch and oh, Twitch is a thing where you need to get involved in. Twitch. I know. Yeah, we yeah. keep saying we're gonna. Yeah, yeah. It's just one of those things that was so gaming orientated that I never really thought about it, but now it's just... Yeah, it's everything, isn't it? Isn't it? Yeah. yeah. But yeah, it's Saturday the 16th of August. Ooh. Just because we're recording for the next couple oh, really? of months. Oh, really? Yeah. Right. So you're putting some time in. Yeah, yeah. You said you got a new single, right? Or In planning, the process yeah. of the next three we're recording. Oh, right. Oh, well, yeah. Next week we're recording the next three. That's cool. Um, just the Leeds. vocals. Huh? Up in Leeds. Yeah, a place called The Chairworks, who, weirdly, um, the producer... When I lived with my ex, we moved next door to like a total coincidence. We just didn't know. And he was just like, morning. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, I'm like, we were chatting, and then he was like, oh, uh, my name's Bob. And I was thinking, I'm sure I recognize that guy. Like, yeah. We hadn't worked with him yet. Ah. We wanted to work with this producer because he's quite good. Like, mm. he's up and coming. Yeah, and then I looked online and I was like, looking out. Like, yeah. This is, this is, moved house deliberately. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, he's done it. He sorted us out with her. Uh, so we can look forward Good to some deal. new releases oh, awesome. along with that acoustic yeah. version. See, some of those things, are, they're meant to be, aren't they? Exactly. Like, I thought, yeah. this is fit. This is... Yeah. I should probably stay in this bathroom. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Read the yeah. signs. If, it, if, it, if he moves, and just like, whereabouts are you moving? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Is there any local... As you're packing up boxes, yeah. where are you moving then? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, I've moved now, like, but... We're still friends. Yeah. Oh, no, yeah. That's good, yeah. Though. So we can, we can cover some, some live stuff too. Mm-hmm. So what, let's get... So when did you first get into... Music, like when, when did you realise you were a lead singer capability? Um, so, basically, I've always sang, like, to music, in, mm. to CDs, in the shower, whatever. Um, and then I just started playing bass first, so my brother was like, I don't know, he... You know when you're younger and you're like, oh, I grew my hair out first. No, nah, I just... <laughs> yeah. It was usually always him, and I just kind of copied. <laughs> um, didn't say that, Ross, if you're listening. <laughs> um, but yeah, he played guitar, and he was fucking instantly sick at it, so I'm like, shit, I need get good at this mm. um practice and stuff that was obviously after the euphonium years yeah grew my hair out because uh, uh lord of the rings two or three had just come out yeah and aragon i thought like, oh, cool as fuck. Yeah, he was yeah, the reason yeah. i grew my hair oh really uh, yeah the morn guy vigo mortensen inspired yeah. you to do yeah. it exactly um so Did yeah you know he was a re- he's actually ginger is he yeah Oh, p- proper ginger. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I've maybe seen him actually in mm. earlier films. He was like, yeah, like, yeah blonde, blondie ginger. Isn't strawberry it? blonde. Yeah, probably, yeah. Yeah, really strawberry like. blonde. Yeah. So yeah, no, I just, that's how I started. But then singing in a band, it was like, obviously I wasn't as good as my brother on guitar. So I thought, I can't fucking do this mm. as well as everyone else. So I'll just sing. Yeah. But it was like, at the time, my mum and dad were going through a divorce. Like there was all sorts of things going on. And that was my outlet. That was my like aggression. Yeah. Um, what was that first band called? Massacre. Massacre. Oh, yeah. And a, and we were heavy, man. Yeah, we used to break shit. It was so stupid. Yeah. Um, but there was, out, outside the school, there was like an after-school club called Rock School. Yeah. And that literally saved me. Like, you know, we were all smoking pot and doing stupid shit, but we were like, this is yeah. cool. And it was set up for that reason because there's like not much in company. Yeah, that's cool. Um, so yeah, it was called Rock School. Uh, we'd hang out there all the time. Um, it was called Rock School, yeah. not School of Rock. Before School of Rock, yeah, you, you, you yeah. predated it. Yeah. yeah, School of Rock copied Rock School. Yeah, yeah. probably did. That was it. It was a. They heard the tale and made a movie. <laughs> <laughs> but now we'd, I'd literally fucking 
axe kick symbols and shit like yeah. just get well into it because we were into Pantera yeah and just being free and just thinking fuck you this is what we're doing yeah but I remember we put on a, a charity fundraiser for, remember the tsunami that hit like the big big one big one yeah so we done like a charity tsunami appeal it was 50 pence in this was our first gig ever mm. um, and I told the whole school we had a guest star called Michelle Quirk it was re- it was really my mate Michael Quirk dressed as a woman. <laughs> but loads of lads were coming up like, "Who the fuck's this Michelle? Is she hot?" Like, and I'm like, "Mate, wait till you see her. She's from like Whitehaven School, the next school, next town along." Yeah. And lads, the space was full. I was like, "That fucking worked." Yeah. And then he comes out like with a wig on, like with a bucket for donations. And it was it was just a, probably one of the best gigs I've ever done. Yeah, that's amazing. But once I'd done that, I thought like I don't want to stop doing this. Yeah. yeah. Like that was so fun. And you get good feedback as well. Obviously, everyone likes to be validated and yeah. approvals and stuff. But yeah. But it helped you through a rough patch as well. Oh, direct, yeah. Some direction. Still does. Yeah. yeah. I just feel, even speaking to you guys, it's like therapeutic and yeah. you get stuff out. But We sat around the fire pit last night just chatting about stuff. And you were saying yeah. like you don't really have an outlet to talk about things because the only people around you as the band members yeah. and you all are already talking about the, the one problem so you can't you know, can't vent on each other yeah but yeah, yeah no it's, it's definitely a, a I think it's a benefit though if you've gone into music in an emotional sense because mm. you're going to get that emotion in the music you're letting out rather than being like here's a song we've written for you sing that which is a lot of pop music stuff yeah. isn't it? we're getting you in yeah. the music and that's More when genuine. yeah you get you can hear the emotion in a song I really mm. like that Like, and I think uh, the more you can if you use music as an outlet when you have problems, I think you're going to create better and better music as it goes on because yeah. you get more efficient at releasing that emotion into yeah. the music because you know it's therapeutic. Um, a lot like we've got better at speaking. Yeah. Like when we first started this, I don't know, we've got a better flow now. Like mm. I'm able to sit and listen to Lou more without my brain screaming, say this. Yeah. Like if I sit back and listen more. And and that's helped me in everyday life to sit back and just listen, even though sometimes I brain screaming, interact. Yeah, I I was nervous before we got started because I was just like, "Who the fuck is going on?" Listen to me talk for like Mm. two hours, and obviously it's just it's just a conversation. And obviously over time, clearly people are listening, clearly people are paying attention. So then you're like, "Oh, maybe people do." And is it just like me, just being me? And I think yeah, I think that's the nice thing, isn't it? Because it is just you being you, and people obviously love it. So that must have been like. You're obviously a good person. You're an awesome. <laughs> yeah. It's validation, isn't well, it? Way? Yeah. It, well, it means that you have worth. You feel like it has worth what you're doing. Mm-hmm. But it is. It's one of those where in everyday life now we don't talk like this. Yeah. Like when do you sit down and just talk face to face, eye to eye, looking at each other? Yeah, mm-hmm. purposefully. Everybody's a distraction of something Let's, going on. Yeah. Yeah. Here's a fucking block of time. Let's, Let's speak, mm-hmm. and it goes off in these different directions. So you, the music's the same thing. Sitting, just focusing on that music and the emotion. Yeah. That's when you create something really, you know, impressive. That's, yeah. that's one thing I do miss from my old job where we, where I do a lot of traveling. I'd just be there. I worked with my best mate for quite a few years mm. and we'd just be sat in a van yeah. and we'd driving to Scotland. And half the time we wouldn't even put music or anything on. We'd literally just be Talk chatting shit. Yeah. yeah, like yeah. yeah, hours and hours straight. And you don't, like now I don't get that. Like I still interact with people yeah. like throughout yeah. the day quite a lot, but the conversations are so much shorter. Mm. You still occasionally do get into like some more in-depth topics. And that's something that we do try and do a lot at the gym because like I want to actually like know our members and care about them. And But it's still, it's still limited. It's not like mm. an eight-hour drive. Yeah. And then... We, you know, sometimes we'll, we'll put like an audio book on for a bit, but other times we'll just get in and just literally fucking chat, chat the yeah. entire way. And sometimes it's just bollocks. <laughs> and then other times yeah. it's stuff that's like really 
like bothering us or stuff that we're like even like talking about old kind of issues that we've yeah. had and just what where we're at it's it's a it's a useful outlet isn't it and oh, yeah. i never really it's thought about it like, outlet. That. like we need it yeah, yeah. The, like if you bottle it up bottle it up bottle it up and don't have sometimes it's a daft thought that you think is a fucking big problem but the moment you say it out to somebody and they go oh yeah i feel the same you're like mm. ah yeah. oh right it's fucking normal to have that thought yeah. and then now you let it go yeah because you don't think you're a weirdo yeah. anymore for thinking about it. Yeah, yeah, you don't feel awkward about it. Having those people outside of your regular group as well, like you said, like the 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 band is the band, and like yeah. there's so many problems and issues that you kind of resolve on a regular basis amongst you. It's almost yeah. nice to you don't have want to be bringing other stuff. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, like I mean, we do speak though. Like <laughs> yeah, of course, like, yeah, yeah. of course you talk. But yeah. sometimes just having people outside of that regular yeah. circle. Because for me, having people outside of because so many people in the gym are like are my friends, mm. but then having people that. Uh, like outside of that is really nice as well yeah. and it's just there's no commitment to the you outside can always, it's you like can you're forget not about those the boss of, there or the, the yeah. mate, you know there's no stigma with it it's just mm. the freedom there's nothing attached yeah. yeah yeah it is good but that's the thing about the motorbiking as well when you're out on the bike with the comms units and the helmets it's just yeah. you the bike and the guys yeah, mm. yeah there's no there's no distraction other than the scenery you're driving riding yeah. through and enjoying and being a part of that's why the bike's so much like in a car you don't mm. have that you, we're going to go for a drive. We'll see when we get there. On the mm. bikes, you're talking to the helmet and, and riding as a group. And, yeah. you know, it, yeah, it's, that's what I love about that. And it's, it's, it's all this similar circle. Yeah. So it's finding these outlets that then help you just open up more and be happier in yourself because you just have these moments where everyone starts sharing mm. and it gets through over that. It's a dumb thing, like I've said before, when one of the lads I used to train with, an Egyptian lad at, at the gym, he... Um, He's a, he's a fucking beautiful looking bloke. You know what I mean? He's looking and you think, fuck, I'm never going out with that guy. Yeah. Like, just, <laughs> he would just become invisible. And he would just, uh, but he was always, he was, he was Egyptian. I just thought, well, that's what Egyptian guys look like. You know what I mean? There's mm. fucking fair play. Mm. Genetics. And then like a year after knowing him, he had these like fucking spankingly awesome eyebrows, which I just assumed were Egyptian eyebrows. He's like, oh no, I get them threaded. Yeah. He's like, what? He's like, yeah, I have my eyebrows done like every couple of weeks. It's like motherfucker. Yeah, yeah. I was like, and straight away, what did I do? And I haven't fucking done. Mm. Yeah, yeah. But that, because there was no like, I didn't even think about it before. Guy but then he's just been acceptable. like a dude you looked at for ages and be like, no motherfucker, I go and get mine threaded. Like mine is shaped by somebody. Yeah. Like, and now all of a sudden, as a bloke, you're like, that's an option for us. Yeah. It's like, yeah, dickhead. Yeah, you thought right? these were just mine? mine? I was like, yes, I just thought you were beautiful. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Now <laughs> me, me and Rob have those moments all the time. Our guitarist, and that's another reason why we're in it because it's like a brotherhood of yeah mates that. Are like bonded obviously in a business sense but also just in a friendly sense where it's like you know rob will tell me well he won't care but rob will tell me oh oh no i dye my beard mate and yeah. then i'm like what the fuck yeah that's yeah. a thing like yeah. <laughs> i didn't even yeah. think it was a thing yeah and then he's like dead open like rob's one of them people that's so open he's yeah. like open book to anyone mm. yeah you, you've met rob he's a cool looking guy too mm. yeah he looks yeah. like my mate big chris a little bit is he like the, the taller slim guy yeah yeah. Guy. yeah he's like six yeah. Or yeah, <laughs> cool looking guy. He has he has the look mm. like you've got the look. He has the look. Mm. Yeah. yeah, people took it to say he looks androgynous as well. Like I could see that. I could see that a little bit. Yeah, he's just pretty guy, isn't he? He's, yeah, he just looks cool. You just you reckon you can just like you can throw overalls on him and he still look cool. Yeah, yeah. we nearly and did put overalls on. Yeah, him, actually, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. with the whole body suit. You could pick something up and be like, this will look shit on everyone, apart from but him. Then yeah. it's just on. Yeah, yeah, he's one of them guys. A hundred percent, you could put him in that kind of like oversized, baggy, raw cut jumper, chuck some drop crotch trousers on him, and he'd just be like, straight away, just look instantly photographable for like yeah. some kind of like autumn 
the catalogue for yeah. first action. You're like, motherfucker. Like, yeah. He's yeah. a really grounded guy too. He's yeah. like the mediator of the band. Yeah, like he'll yeah. hear my argument then he'll hear another well, members. Yeah. And then he'll be like, I get what both of you Jeez, are saying. Benefit to have somebody like that. Oh yeah, he's, wow. he's, he's the reason that we've... So most people just want to jump in so like a bunch long. of cats, don't they? So, you know, exactly. That's perfect though. It turns yeah. like you've got like a, a good dynamic. Good dynamic. Yeah. yeah, with the two new lads as well, Matt and James. Well, they joined us like a year or two ago now. Yeah. Um, but their connection to each other is like amazing. Within the music. Yeah. The rhythm section. Yeah. Explain how they that came about because you mentioned it on the last one but not on this one. Is that right? <laughs> you can stop saying last one people are going to be like, <laughs> yeah. where's this other Give podcast? Last night. Last night. was on last night. The failed one. Yeah. There is the no other one. one. Everyone yeah. who's referring to it doesn't exist. Yeah. It's yeah. back in the ether. Yeah. You'll have to put like a clip of like sped up so it actually did happen. No, I deleted it. Okay. I just took, yeah, because the, the, oh. it's like 120 gig on a card. Mm. And I just looked at it and I thought, if I have this and save it, I will try and use it and waste yeah. loads of time trying to fix bits. Fair enough. So I just deleted it. I was like, no, fucking reset. Like, yeah. it wasn't meant to be. We've got this good attitude at the moment of like, wherever you're at and whatever's happening, you're exactly where you're supposed to be with exactly what's supposed to be happening. Yeah. And if you have that attitude, when shit goes wrong, you're like, well, that was supposed to go wrong for a reason because we were supposed to re-record it and it was, that was what it was supposed to be. It's the best, best attitude to have yeah. because then everything's just a learning curve rather than a failure. Yeah. You know, and it is you can get mad and you shout and you scream, but what the fuck's that gonna do? You can't rewind time, you can't reverse it. Yeah, yeah. So it's like you learn like and now after when afterwards when we went down, I was like, Lou, you're gonna have to be like a double checker for me because I have scatterbrain and if I miss one thing, yeah. something goes wrong. There's done. no leeway yeah. with this. Yeah. One thing isn't like on as it should be, the whole thing's fucked. Like mm. it just it's so annoying. But there's about twelve but things you, that you have, have to have right before you get going. So, just to be okay if it does yeah, happen. well, it fucked up that many times with us, and we've been so patient with it. Yeah, like, yeah. mate, we've recorded. I said there was one where we did it three times in a row. No. Oh, in a row, really, in a row. really early on, wasn't it? Which one yeah. was it? I can't remember now. It was, it was within You'll know the first. You started because everybody <laughs> yeah. else going. This is the third attempt. Yeah, yeah, it was within our first ten, I think, wasn't it? What was it that went wrong with it? I think. I don't remember now. No, remember. something just kept fucking was it, up with it. Was it the camera that kept oh, shutting we, off or something? Or No, it we, can't have been. It was no, the, the we way. We had never on a card a few times, which is just it, you can't It was when we were now. using the digital mixer. It was. And it would randomly just stop recording and we wouldn't know. Yeah, that was it. That yeah, was annoying. Because like we had to have like a laptop with, like, I don't even remember what the digital mixer software was, no. which then was linked to Audacity and then linked to our mic. There was yeah. just too many things going on and they were all shit. You would link <laughs> like, it to Audacity, but it was actually a software, but it would make Audacity think it was hardware. Yeah. Which are clever, and it's it's a good thing if you can't afford like a mixer and stuff like that to actually put in to start with. But mm. there's just these glitches that we were unaware of because we'd never done any of this. Yeah, and so we were just having a bash and you, on the fly. You could never know that it was actually recording. You'd have to stop, check it, check it. But then when you checked all of the connections that you made, reset. So then you had to yeah. do it all again. So you still that had to like was the trust thing. that yeah. it was working. Yeah. Yeah. There was no way of live checking that it was actually recording, which was. Yeah. Well, yeah. we fucking fucked up several times. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, it's one of them. That's why we ended up leveling up. We get got another one. Then we got this. Well, that's why we do say to people, like, forego those the Netflix that month or the trainers you want to buy. If you need something that's gonna help you be more productive and cut your error times, mm. fucking invest okay. in it. Because if you buy the cheaper thing, I guarantee a few months down the line, you're gonna have to then go and buy the thing you should have bought in the first place. Yeah. Like yeah. with our we we 
looked at like silly things like arms for the microphone. They were fine when we first started, but then we upgraded the microphones and the arms are no longer really great for the microphone. Yeah. We have to get a, a bigger load-bearing arm now for these. So mm. that's what I'm going to do. So what we should have done when we got the microphones was get the arms and do that cost. And it would already have been done now. Yeah. And it's now, now you... But, Luckily, like, actually, luckily we didn't because now we found a ripoff <laughs> like, yeah. of the version. So for everything that you find, like all the lights and everything we've got here, there's a couple of great companies who basically wait for the larger companies to, to make something. And yeah. they just clearly go and get it, repurpose it, and just resell it for half the price, mm -hmm. yeah. which is what you can find a lot of the time. So we've learned our lessons along the way. But one of them is with the mics, we just fucking, we like, fuck it, there's a problem, change them. And then yeah. we bought three so that now the guest has a good mic. We both got, so everything's the same, reduces your variables. But I think if you can do anything that reduces variables in life and gives you a little more control, you just, you know, when something goes wrong, you're like, well, we couldn't have fucking foreseen that because we've done everything we can do mm. to this point. Yeah. And that's it's all, just all that's lesson, happen. isn't it? Yeah. And the, uh, undoubtedly, the will. There's going to be something be else that fucks goes up. wrong. Yeah, just how it goes, isn't it? Nothing's ever going to be perfect, and if you strive for perfection, you're going to be forever miserable. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Whereas if you just like, it was funny. Like we got, we went fuck. Look, boys, we went through a, like, that. Yeah. That went through that in like an hour. Yeah, that near full bottle going through it. Then we went down and had a great fire pit. Got to chat about all the stuff again yeah. afterwards, and now we're getting to talk Lex again in the morning. Lex almost took my eyebrows off at the end of the oh, night. <laughs> That was a shock. That was a second shock. I've yeah, had. we were all stood around. <laughs> the fire pit was just like embering away and we we're all getting ready to go inside and I had like this little bit of whiskey left in my glass. Yeah, we were all saying goodnight, mate. Yeah. Goodnight, night, night. And then I just launched it onto the fire pit and just, just, just poof. It was like, a massive I did oil. not expect huge. it to be a fire. I thought it would just be like a little poof. Yeah. And literally huge, on our faces. Yeah. Like, just stood over it. Yeah. stood all around it and it just literally launched up straight through the middle of us. Like when you do that, it was like a genie was appearing yeah. from the flames. Yeah. Oh, it was, and then after that, it was like, get the gunpowder proof. Yeah. yeah. Right? And then we threw we threw on the moonshine and yeah. then the gunpowder. It's impressive, isn't it? The yeah. amount of like, it was. flames it causes. And then we, yeah. like, chatted. Nothing like, compared to the first one, though. That was yeah. like children. We like then ball. went to bed happily. Mm. <laughs> Made fire and boom, boom, now bedtime. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but yeah. it's, it's been, it's nice getting on and talking to people face to face and doing these things. And um, I think do one thing. So we've covered. Things there is one thing that I do want to cover on a personal level because it does help a lot of people. Mm. You are a new single man, hello, ladies. Uh, yes, uh, all, all Ryan's links will be in the description. <laughs> My only fans, yeah, yeah come on there. <laughs> but you know, you've, you've gone through this during a time where you know your bands had new members come in. Um, obviously, mm. we've had COVID, and not only have you gone through like a breakup, but you've also moved at the same time. Yeah. So it's gotta be how are you handling it all? How are you? Uh, I'm not that great. No. Nah. Uh, no, really, though. You're not feeling yeah, too I mean, good about shit if, if, or what? Of course, I can talk. Yeah, yeah, I'm open to talk. It's obviously difficult because it is still raw. So it was only like a couple of months ago. Yeah. One, um, one thing that it is about it is before before you ever get too wrapped up is understand you came to a decision of yeah. this breakup. Through all of the, the time up to that point of the breakup, you thought it through talked about it, yeah. worked it out, and still came to the conclusion that this was the right decision. Yeah. And you shouldn't doubt that. Of course, I'm not doubting it. Like, it's just, yeah, it, it's difficult. Because, like, it was there was so much going on. Obviously, yeah. there was COVID and everything. And at the start, it was something that was amazing. You know, like, she was in my bubble. You yeah. know, you had a bubble with one other person. Because um, you actually I, moved in together during COVID. Later on, yeah. So yeah. at the start, it was like every weekend, we'd get weekends together. Yeah. You know, that honeymoon period's amazing. Um, and then we moved in together at the start again. Lovely. 
And um, but the world changed. The entire world changed. Yeah, like while yeah. we were changing. Um. So yeah, we spent like a year in this house. But near the end of that year, it was just like, it just got to a point where we knew it was the end. It was like a mutual thing. So yeah. it was, in a way, it's sometimes it's the best way better. Peter out. But yeah. it's also harder because there's nothing to pin it on. So it's yeah. like you know we still love and care about each other, but this obviously isn't making yeah. us a hundred percent happy. Should we step away and... They're brave to do that. There's a lot of people sit in that relationship for another year. Yeah, I mean, we tried it. We tried to fix it. it out. Yeah, we did try to fix it. We put effort in to try it, but it was just like, we're getting that same, you know, that tension in your head when it's just like... There's a doubt. Yeah, if you're both coming to the same conclusion, Yeah. I think um, it's just useful to take it as like, you've learned some lessons, you've learned more about yourself, things that you like, things that you don't like, kind of potential things that you might wanting a partner that you keep an eye out for maybe at an earlier stage and it was like a a good lesson I suppose and then the fact that it felt right from both points of view I can understand what you mean by saying because it wasn't like this one thing happened and that ruined it yeah like it's almost like a conclusion of a movie you want that end result yeah and if that's not there's nothing definitive you kind of left thinking yeah Yeah. it's a guess basically Mm. but that's a that's a like a much braver and smarter move yeah. to actually logically be able to be like look we're not happy yeah. as we are we can drag this out yeah. or we could just you know nip it, it in the bud and yeah it just it was just fortunate that like she's really emotionally intelligent as well so it's yeah. like yeah. when you've got that understanding of each other it's like all right yeah. this is going to be sad this is going to be hard yeah um but, but it's the right thing but it is the right thing for both of us. Let's just see what happens. But yeah, I mean, I am obviously single, but I'm not like yeah, <laughs> not, not, ready, not ready to dive into the yeah. clubs. No, single, no, no. but not ready to mingle. Yeah, yeah. But I'm enjoying being in this place. Yeah, yeah. Because it's a lot of you know self building. It's a lot of. Is that what inspired a bit of the hair chop as well? Yeah, it's I just reset. needed a full just change. A yeah, yeah. It's a good thing but, to do though, and then it does make you realise what you want, what you miss. I yeah. grow the hair back. <laughs> also makes you realize yeah. how little time you spend with your friends mm. like this is true a lot of people do make that mistake of shutting themselves off from their friends because they've got a girlfriend yeah. or a boyfriend now and it's uh it's it's a thing it's a bad decision because like we've just talked about you need another another outlet yeah. you need that that independent party to be able to go and talk to about yeah. stuff yeah every yeah. relationship as well you, you're always going to have problems yeah and yes, you need to discuss those problems with your partner too. But yeah. sometimes you need someone completely impartial, or even Third just somebody time. who's on your side, just to yeah. like like. If somebody's on yeah. your side, he'll tell you. Yeah, yeah. He'll yeah. tell you you're a dick though when you're being a dick. Yeah. They'll be like, but did you say this to them before yeah. they did that? And you're like, no. And then how were they supposed to know? Yeah. That's a big thing. Like the keys to the kingdom theory, yeah. isn't it? It's like if they if you if someone gives you the keys to the kingdom, then doesn't tell you how to run the kingdom and then you fuck it all up and they're like well you didn't tell me what to do yeah the expectation it's that it's a good thing there's a lot you have to work on shit man like yeah what was you you emma brought in the love language love language thing you've been doing Mm -hmm. yeah that's something me and emma are talking about at the moment um finding out what your yeah what what you appreciate yeah what your love language is and there's like five different love languages i can't I'll say what it, they all yeah, are, but basically, I think I've read into it to be fair. Well, it's the the bare bones of it are is it how does somebody show their affection to somebody else? So, yeah. in some, it's acts of doing things like uh, keeping the house tidy, yeah. organizing the day like that's them stuff. showing, Look, I care about you. Whereas mm. the other person's like, I want a fucking hug. Yeah. Yeah. So, if the other person doesn't know that their affection isn't, Oh, look at all the organization, yeah. they're just saying, Oh, they've organized stuff, but they don't 
see that as mm -hmm. the affection. Then there's this cross wire of, well, I am showing you that I care because look, I've done all these things and they're like, yeah, but I don't see that as affection. Yeah. But then they have to learn that when they when they see that organization being done, that, oh, look, they're showing they care. Yeah. And it works both ways. So the yeah. person who doesn't do the hugging needs to remember, oh, I've got to give them a hug every so often. Mm. And the other person who doesn't do the organizing needs to realize, oh, I need to appreciate them for doing that organization. Yeah. And it's uh, just a different, once so, you realize that, so many arguments are just dissipated mm -hmm. because you, you even you though can. you don't feel it, you're seeing it. So yeah. then you feel it. Yeah. yeah. Because yeah. communication is going to be like the breakdown of everything, isn't it? Like I think that's the probably the root cause of pretty much every single problem in like in the in world, world is yeah. communication. Yeah. And then when you're in a relationship, because communication is obviously so much more than just words, isn't it? Yeah. It's not just like language. It's actually like how you're applying your emotions yeah. to the other person. And then if you're effectively speaking the love language, if you're speaking two separate languages, yeah. you can be you work. can be yeah. fucking doing your best job, but. If like the other person's not interpreting it correctly, yeah, because That's neither of you are interpretation uh, like of not yeah. educated or just not aware. Because like I didn't really think about it in such a, a black and white way of just like, you know, this is an act of affection. I just thought that's. I don't know, personalities are so complex. What, what's done. Yeah, yeah, that's just what's done. That's just part of their personality. Yeah. And there's so much to a personality. Sometimes simplifying it and like boxing off certain characteristics can actually make it like a lot a lot simpler. Yeah. And uh yeah, love like learning about love languages and like I really uh think that men are from uh Mars Women Are From Venus book is a is a brilliant yeah. book and it's something yeah. that I read like once a year just to kind of refresh me because there's so many things and it's not always like on the money sometimes I have feminine traits sometimes yeah. Emma has more masculine traits it's like mm. there's so many that are like stereotypical masculine yeah. but it does still vary as long as you're aware of a trait though yeah. you can see it then you it start to, whether it's feminine or masculine it's, it's a trait that you need to be able to recognize mm. as a sign of affection or care mm. which you otherwise would just see as a job that needed doing yeah but them yeah. doing the job is them showing look yeah care. there's so doing, doing this for us yeah. yeah yeah there's so many like little tips and tricks about just managing things in relationships like one that's a really common one that i know that i literally applied like immediately and it worked so i was I like oh, exactly what you're gonna say um so it was just you know when when a bloke talks about like a problem a lot of the time they it's like a factual thing they're just like okay this is the thing how am i going to solve the problem mm. most of the time when women talk about a problem they're not looking for a solution because then they just they'll get mansplained listen. something like yeah. you know yeah. we'll tell them the, the solution and they don't care they because then they feel like you're invalidating their feelings by just telling them oh why why are you upset about that just do this yeah. that and the other whereas all they want to hear is oh man that must be really hard yeah. i bet that's yeah. like quite challenging to deal with at the moment and like I was, I was driving to pick Emma up um, for whatever reason. I, I think she'd gone out after work. They'd had like a post-work meal or something yeah. like that. Um, and I know she was like super stressed and had loads of stuff going on at work. And I was listening to it as an audiobook as I was driving there. And like we just had that bit that explained it. Yeah. And this is something that all, constantly triggered arguments between me and Emma, where we'd have she'd like tell me something about a day, and I'm yeah. just like, just tell him to fuck off, or like, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. I'm like, you know, just Why say, you just react, do this? Yeah. 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 And because um, obviously I was like felt defensive, and I was just like, just just fucking nip it in the bud, yeah. just deal with it. Um, whereas really, she just wanted me to say, and which is what I did say, was just like, oh man, that sounds really, really hard. Yeah. And like just got diffused. She felt better because she was like, oh, I'm the yeah, way I'm feeling. Yeah, she's been feeling, understood. She's been listened yeah. to. And I was like, oh, that was so much easier. <laughs> I was just like going <laughs> back and I was just there with a little... this phrase she, down. Yeah, she didn't, she didn't know and I was just there with a little smile <laughs> on my face. Like, I'm a genius. Yeah. I'm a <laughs> yeah. And it does, it gives you so many little insights and I think again, this love language, it, it's to a different... It stops <clears> you being extent. frustrated by their actions as well. So mm -hmm. say you're not like a huggy person. Like, mm -hmm. I do like that 
but yeah. it's not something I require like yeah. in the middle of a day for no reason. Yeah. Whereas other people do know that. So if somebody comes up to you and they just come wandering in because all they want is a hug and you're like, why are you interrupting me? Mm. Like, yeah, I mean, I mean, I'm having to, having to do work. To to yeah. You're giving to them. You're basically shunning their, yeah, look, their yeah. care for you yeah. or their love mm. in favor of, you know, the work or whatever. Whereas what you need to do is just take 30 seconds to yeah. let them like give you a hug and then they'll be like, Thanks, and then they wander off and they're happy again. You're like, ah. Yeah. Whereas if you don't know that, they all they've all that you've seen is they've come in, interrupted your workflow for something stupid, a yeah. hug in the middle. Of, what the fuck? Yeah. And then they've gone back out. You're like, well, that was a f that was annoying. Yeah, probably. yeah. And you're moody now. You're moody because <laughs> they tried to show they care. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and they're, and they're upset, upset because you've shunned it. Yeah, yeah. handbreaking from the outset, really, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. But it is. But it's so just, simple to fix. It is. Yeah. It's just that understanding, isn't it? And I think without it like just so many relationships probably break down and it's still not going to like that it can't save a relationship that's yeah. not going to work no. but i but just everyone think, should make an effort to know it yeah 100 percent. Right. like i think people go in into a, any relationship just expecting it to be fucking perfect it's and then not selfish. to have to yeah. make We've compromises and, now it should just work yeah, yeah. Like no. no every relationship's going to require like effort and you're gonna like especially like if you're with somebody for a length of fucking time, like me and Emma have been together since I was 17, yeah. like 17-year-old Lewis and 30-year-old Lewis are like oh, completely yeah. fucking different yeah. people and same with Emma. So like the chances of like you moving and growing as a person and still matching up when, when we were 17 and when we were 30, fortunately still yeah. has happened because also we've grown you do, together. You do we've though. influenced each other. Like, yeah. yeah, you're constantly like doing all these like tests with each other and stuff like that like yeah we're like, very proactive about bettering ourselves you are really yeah. like you constantly tell about stuff yeah you? i think yeah. it's because like we are so different we are like complete polar opposites yeah. but the one thing of like constantly liking the the process of bettering yourself yeah. is something that we do have and we are both of the mind of like if you have a problem you work a you know you work your way around it in somehow yeah, and we're both very perseverant i haven't told you this but what's really nice is when we went out the other day yeah. for our, our hikes and walks with you and em and that um in my head because he's so good with stuff like this like we're doing this and we've done this test and that mm. and em is so intelligent as well whenever you talk to them together in my mind you guys never bicker yeah because you you you're you're above it <laughs> but then when we're out yeah and you'll, you'll do you'll do something and Emma's just like just put it in the fucking bag, Lou. Yeah. Like, the way she said it to me, I was like, oh, human. Yeah. Human. Yeah. That's normal. Yeah. And it made me just be like, oh, they do that still too as well. Yeah. And there was no malice behind it or anything. But there was still that, just a, stop me such a ticket. Just put it in the yeah. fucking bag, Lou. Still good. And then, and they were like, you're right. Yeah. 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 But it was that, there was still, there's still those moments that exist. Yeah. It's just they never escalate. Mm. Yeah. They never, because you both recognize each other when they do it. And, well, they they and do you, sometimes, you, like, not, oh, like yeah. not, not all the time. Fucking hell, we've had, you don't we've had some blazers little, occasionally. You know, a little one, someone might have said that, and, and it escalates because, oh, don't talk to me like that. You know, yeah. and then these, these people have arguments in front of other people. I'm like, oh, I don't like what. Yeah. Like, in my Gives opinion, you if, you're as a, if you're a couple, like, you represent each other. Yeah. Like you and these people that think they're independent. It's like if you're out with each other, you represent that other person. So if you act like a dick, you're making that other person look like a dick in front yeah. of the people you're with. That's not cool. But some people don't give a shit about that. Yeah. And and that is a self-involved human being. Mm. Like and that's something yeah. you need to be careful of. And if you see that in your own relationship, that's really destructive. Um because the person who's mad it's just going to be mad at that person and take no account of the effect they've had on that person's um, reputation with those other people you were with. Yeah. So for me, as you're a couple, as you rep you're a united team, <clears throat> you're a team yeah. when you go out. Now, if you want to disagree about something, you Tag do it team. when you get home. Oh yeah, yeah. Like don't do it in front of people. Like, but you can you're out and about. Everything's there. Then when you get home, you go. 
when you said that tonight, that really fucking picked me off. You're like, oh, yeah. oh, sorry. You know, and then you talk about it. Then you have a ball out argument where one guy's really, like one person's really, ooh, in front of other people. And yeah. the guy's like, no, or no, 10 no other fucks people. <laughs> yeah. like, and every, everyone else first, just like, no, 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 no. Check, please. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm just so, going to pop to the toilet. <laughs> yeah, anybody need to pee? Yeah. That's, <laughs> everybody gets up. Yeah, yeah, I did a weird Yeah, actually. Yeah. If that's happening to you, that's a really destructive relationship to be in. And it's something you need to address quick. Yeah. Because, yeah, it's unfair fair on, on one party as well because they're guaranteed there's always one who's that person and the other one's always the one trying to be the kind of calming factor and yeah. just, oh, no, sh-, you know it's, mm. it's, and that's not good that's not good relationships are difficult like to put for, to try like if you're going into it quite selfishly and you're like oh I want this girl to take every single box mm. like that's so much pressure to put on another yeah. human being yeah. you've, you've got to be more conversational you've got to be more you know, understanding of that person's yeah. wants and needs as well. well. I realized over time, because we, I mean, you yourself, you train and you're PT, you've done physique competitions. Oh, we haven't talked about that. In the past. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So that if you want, yeah, on your, you've got them on social media, some of the pics of you doing the physique stuff. So yeah, yeah. you can check him out on his uh, socials again, all linked in the descriptions. Um, will there be links? Yes. Yes, they will. <laughs> yeah. And uh, uh, I forgot my point. Point. physique oh, competitions fucking hell I started thinking about you in shorts too much yeah. that was it last time I trained I thought yeah you training what the fuck were we talking about relationships relationships yeah. and that and talk. oh that was it like the vanity side of stuff yeah um, I forgot my yeah, point yeah you bastard <laughs> why in your shorts on me yeah my brain has another theory on that now but it wasn't what I wanted to talk to you about okay oh, fuck it I'll go with the one that has come into my head yeah yeah so in terms of um, when you see people together mm. Obviously, when you start, you look a certain way and you take care of yourself. Yeah. Um, I tend, do you tend to expect that from the other person? Um, and in terms of, of that, you shouldn't get somebody that you're going to see as a project. project. Yeah. Yeah. That's a bad thing. Do you ever find that you've had that in relationships where you've seen the potential yeah. in somebody and thought, oh, well, I can work that? Because that's all I've I've had. In that terms thought. of the physique, yeah. Just yeah. in terms of no. that, or the way they are as like a, a, a as a person, you can see that there's a, a way that they could be, but they're not quite there yet. I think uh, that's a, it's quite a common one. It's very. I common think it's really common for women to see that about guys. Though they'll see yeah. like a bad boy, and then they'll be like, "Oh, I can tame him." Yeah, oh, and yeah, that, that's like a really yeah. common. But I think with guys, we can get girls who don't want to train, and we pull them into the gym because we all go to the gym. Yeah. And I've had that in past relationships where the girl's not really been interested in training, but train because I do. Yeah. And it's always been a point of contention because yeah, it can yeah. cause arguments. Yeah. Yeah. That, I have had that. But you, it's like, found that as well. it, But I don't go in with that thought. So, like, it's it's a it's a good topic to be fair. Yeah. But um, I don't like obviously if a girl trains we've got something in common we're going to train together we're yeah. going to get on we have that mm. if the girl doesn't train that does not bother me whatsoever so you're not, yeah you're not bothered by that in terms of physique like, like literally you know there's so many things to like about women to be oh, like oh I've remembered my point yeah yeah um, but yeah like generally like super shredded girls does nothing for me personal yeah. preference mm. but um, it's like it, the problems that it can cause if they don't train is like disagreements like that. Like they'll start to feel more self-conscious because I do what I do. Yeah. And it's like, well, this is this is what I want to do. I don't want you to do any of this. Yeah. Like I'm not putting any pressure on but you at all. you see sometimes some girls try and stop their guy going to the gym as much, pull them back because they feel yeah, like they're, they can... well, fuck, I'm, he's getting 
better looking mm, better yeah. it's going you know, to make me look shit yeah. the ticket is like a knock the, yeah yeah it shouldn't be like that because it's it doesn't fucking matter what i do yeah do you know what i mean like mm. but that's what that my point i've remembered again now yeah. was oh, my one of my big things was physicality with people because not now, now there is a, there is a level like i what i find attractive is just what i find attractive yeah, and i can't, can't change, change that it. about me and that isn't an opinion that i've chosen over time i've grown up as a kid always liking athletic girls. I remember yeah. being like eight years old in America, running fast in front of a girl who had a, gr- a good physique. Yeah, I was yeah. like, this will get her. Yeah. She was like 20 odd. I was, yeah. eight. I was eight. I yeah. just ran really fast in front of her. Like, what the fuck is quick, this child doing? <laughs> yeah, I was like sprinting, doing a quick stop turn and sprinting about. Yeah, like, she's loving this shit. Fucking yeah. loving this. <laughs> yeah. Like in the speedos. Um, so that's always been built into me. That's the shape of, a, a girl that I like yeah, yeah yeah and and I you know even coming down to like the race of, of, of people you can find different races more attractive than those. we see that all over yeah. the place mm-hmm. and it's just what's inbuilt so people should never be condemned for liking somebody who has a good physique or something like that and being like that's not a real woman hey or a real guy whatever yeah, yeah. no fuck you guys real that's real they, yeah you like what you fucking like exactly. and it's your, yeah. your whatever's genetically in you is going to be there and also environmentally what you've grown up enjoying or seeing that's yeah. going to be part and parcel of it but what I've learned over time is that shouldn't be your main point yeah. of um, judging somebody and obviously that that we know that that's common sense yeah but what you have to understand is yes that's important and you find somebody who fits that structure mm. and not somebody you need to mold into that structure because mm. that's never going to work they mm. need to want to be there themselves originally yeah. so but then after that it's equalizing these other traits to be as important yeah. as that initial one that drew you to them so i found that like with somebody who's supportive somebody who who ch- checks like catches you on stuff yeah. and being like what have you actually fucking done like have you done what you said you're going to do yesterday is has that been done yeah. what are we doing today what's our structure like somebody who's pushing you to be better mm. and and challenging you really important. in a positive way is so fucking important and not somebody who's constantly bringing your, their problems to you all yeah. the time that's not and that's what not I've like your 17 year old Lou to 30 year old Lou that's what my you know 15 16 year old me to now has learned yeah. that I've I've had to over the last couple of years really address my mental um yeah. the mental stigma that I'd got of not appreciate not putting enough appreciation into how supportive is this person Everything how much else. are they behind you how much are they like stoking your fire yeah. you know and i do feel like uh, a re- when in a relationship like a really good match you almost need to be quite different mm-hmm. and like you've got to fill each other's gaps you're each, yeah. each other's pitfalls yeah. like that because that's why you you're with somebody somebody who might be a little bit more shy like put two like, pieces together yeah that's it yeah. like i'm sure it's in like is it in rocky and so it's like she feels gaps i feel gaps but oh, it's it? like yeah i'm sure it's your one memories of, insane. yeah i'm yeah, sure yeah, it's no. like the first we one just like, yeah. yeah that's probably like, just rocky it. four yeah rocky four i think, I, I think it is rocky four. but that's basically <laughs> it's talking about like how you know the the shortcomings if that's what you want to call them of the one person yeah it's like the strength of the other person yeah and then you're like you kind of and over time those obviously shift and change and you almost like get closer to meeting in the middle because mm. like your confidence on the shyer person kind of like rubs off and mm. their more calm mindful approach starts to rub off on you and Definitely. then you become more balanced people because yeah. obviously we all have our own kind of like craziness from how we've been brought up or whatever yeah. our situations are and you know, just like kind of level each other out a little bit yeah yeah can I, educate you as well just mm-hmm. like totally educate you on something that you've never been through because i find sometimes you know when people are like are you doing this? Are you doing that? 
I, I have that automatic reaction of, shut up, I'm doing, I'm doing I'm so. stuff, I'm doing, I've got this to do though. But then it, it, the more they're like, do you know how you, you should be, this is what you've got to be doing. And it almost pulls you up on your laziness. Yeah. When they're at it, but they do it in a positive way. They'd be like, "You, this could be so good. This is this, you know. Yeah, come on, we can do this. This is yeah. easy. Look, mm -hmm. I'm saying we're going to do this plan. We're going to hit this every morning. This is going to happen, and it's just getting. It starts to, to create the well, snowball yeah. effect of positivity from another person. Yeah. That's what you should be getting in a relationship. Mm. You know, not it, there's going to be points of contention in any relationship, friendship, or mm. loving, or whatever it is, even with family. You know, you cannot speak to family sometimes for X amount of time because they've been a dick. Mm. And I think that's fair enough as well. Like, mm. just because you're blood doesn't mean you get away with everything. No. Um, I've had times I didn't speak to my sister for a year because mm. in my eyes, she's being a dick. I think I was being a bit of a dick too. So it's just Probably. stubbornness. But then after that year where we didn't speak to each other, we, didn't have, we had a stronger bond after when we came back together, mm. you know, and really talked things through because it just brought everything to a culmination. We'd live together though, which yeah. again is never the great, mm. great idea because yeah. you just, you build up points of contention that are really meaningless, but it's just because yeah. they're daily and there all the time. They mm -hmm. become a problem, not really. Yeah. yeah. So. Totally spoiled it. Yeah. It, it, Relationship, it, friendship. It, Moving in with someone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fucking hell. Yeah. But that's where these other points, when you do move in or have to move in or be with each other all the time, these more important factors that you come in about them. the way they are with you and how much they challenge you in a positive way and are they really, are you supporting each other and vice versa? Or are mm. you helping them uh, become better at what they want to do, you know, rather than just slamming them down all the shit they're not doing, mm. which is what a lot of people do to each other. You know, it's a, it's a fucking complicated one, but when you break it down to these little things like you're talking about stuff. yeah mm -hmm. understanding the affection shown and how it's shown yeah. that then suddenly can create a massive positive from what you were looking at as just being a nothing yeah well it, yeah. the thing with like the what emotions are so hard to deal with is because they're not tangible are they they're just feelings so then when you can like you can apply something like that you can picture in your mind as part of a part of the emotion like that uh, chimp paradox book it's it literally like categorizes like certain traits certain behaviors and makes them a chimp and one's a gremlin and one's the computer brain so then yeah. you can like be like oh that's my chimp brain kicking in there yeah. and so then you've actually you're able to like picture it in your head which then gives you a little bit of control over it whereas when it's just you're just getting fucking battered by emotions. I tried so to trying to fight a ghost. You're like just yeah. going straight through it, but then it like gives it a body, it gives it something that you can yeah. fucking grab hold of and uh, you know slam on its head if you I need to. I tried listening yeah. to that chimp brain thing and all that, but the bloke who was doing the interview about it had a really strong accent, just and I just no kept no, I just couldn't grasp what he was saying. All all right. the time. Like I was trying to fight through hearing the accent to understand what he was saying, and what he was saying was so complex on top of having this accent. I was just tried for like an hour and I just, you know, when you have to reread the same page five times, yeah. it was like that with everything you were saying. It just what, wasn't. Was that like a YouTube? No, it was, a, it was a podcast. It, oh, was, right, okay. um, it was like a one about, my, I just, I went down to a mindfulness thing and, and, and the way the brain works and stuff. I was just looking at, um, it was a guy who was, he was on um, the Lex Friedman. Is it Lex Friedman podcast? And he had this guy on who's, like a really high end into like AI and mm -hmm. um, augmented realities and stuff like that and and how our brain is working alongside AI and stuff. He was a really intelligent guy, but you know when they just can't impart the the topic in a structured enough way mm. for you to just be able to, to understand it level by level. Mm. Yeah, he would just spiel and because of these had this really strong accent and I don't know I feel, it just, yeah, it was just difficult. But he was on about this chimp, chimp brain, paradox. computer brain. Yeah. yeah, and I just I love it. It's quite it's mm. not a complicated idea but 
there's a lot to it and it fl- it gets heavily fleshed out like if i remember right because i listened to it as an audiobook it was it wasn't a short one i think it was maybe like 12 hours or so so then if they're trying to like put 12 hours of content into like a half an hour video or something yeah. like that yeah, yeah. no yeah <laughs> yeah you're not and also i do think that like it does help to have other concepts not not saying that chimp paradox couldn't be the first book on you know a managing your emotions that you ever looked at it probably it almost definitely could if you were like patient with it but if you've already listened to or read other things so you've already got an idea of certain constructs because that's what all, basically like every type of therapy they're just like building these like cognitive constructs of like yeah. and it's just to like visualize things that are just going on in your head because it's what for us it is it's just a bunch of fucking neurons firing off and you just you're just living and feeling yeah but then to like have structure to it and then be able to understand ah a equals b or like yeah. you know what i mean that's it's root cause crazy. isn't it yeah finding root cause of an emotion or a feeling once you know the root cause of it you're no longer held prisoner by it because you're like oh that's i'm feeling this now because of that yeah. and then you're like, okay so you can disconnect from it yeah and that's a lot of things to do with meditation and stuff like that as well as quieting the mind to be able to see where the mind. feelings are come from dude yeah. so good yeah. yeah i just can't get into it like rob's tried with me in his garden it's just tapping into that that level no of... you just have to work your way through the noise you'll yeah. you'll feel like a weird dick for like odd hippie weirdo for like at yeah. least three weeks i don't mind that i've been called it yeah but, but you know when you sat there in, your, in your own brain you're going like this is fucking silly like literally when i started yeah. i was like this is silly but fuck it we'll do it and I, the best thing i did was use that alan watts listen one where he talks you through it as you're listening it's so good yeah. i use that relentlessly every morning and ba- then, bands use that as when they walk on stage i've seen so many bands yeah, using his yeah. voice yeah, he's so good. Dude, when we did when I did one of my DMT trips, he spoke to me mm. like through yeah. his essence. It was so incredible. He felt like a father and a teacher all in one go. Yeah. And I was just sat in the presence of his teachings. Yeah. So he wasn't his spirit, but it was his essence that was forever kept in this void that's always there for us to come to and listen when we need it. Yeah. And it was just I came back out like I felt I so close to it. Well, mm. Bro, we can do it. We can do it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We can do it. Maybe when I'm in a better headspace. Because no, I might just no, go no. down a hole. No, no, no sometimes no. it does help work. Yeah. No, it's the perfect think, time. Yeah. As long as you're going with intent. Yeah. Like, to I want... Things. If you just... If you were to go in with the three, and I was like, I just... I want to reset my mind and know where I want to be. And then you let that be your thought as you go in. It might be nothing to do with that. You might end up um, sorting out some childhood emotion yeah. that's... I mean, a few of my friends have took it and they... Ayahuasca, I imagine. That's the way we do it, is the ayahuasca style. But they call it... What do they call it? There's a different... It's a... Ah, I forget. I don't know. But it said like a a, a spin on the word ayahuasca, but for for DMT, they call it something else. But now my friends have took it and they've had similar things um, where they've like fixed relationships with the dad's brothers, whatever. Um, But one of our best friends... One of our guitarist's best friends... um, he took it and then he visualized walking us out on a stage like Glastonbury main stage. Yeah. And then he, said, he must have been thinking, why the fuck am I thinking about Rob's band in, this, in my, my own trip? <laughs> but he was like, if you ever get to that stage, please walk me out because that feeling when I walked you out in my oh, trip oh, he got to was say, he fucking got to feel next it. level. Yeah, yeah. He was like, please promise me. So obviously we're going to do that. Yeah. That if we sick. get to that. Yeah, you will, won't you? We will. have to do it. Yeah. I think you get, keep the belief, man. Keep the emotion in the music. And uh, yeah. honestly, I think you should set something up for the fans to be able to, mm. to have that. Have a look into it. It's not going to be hard to do. We're yeah, just help. set that Patreon. It, yeah. Literally, just yeah. a couple quid a month or something. Like any any fans buy us a coffee to write some more music. Like yeah, yeah. I just don't want to. I don't know. We've never done it because I just always think like you don't want to portray that sort of 
Yeah, but that beggy kind of. It's not. It's it, not though. You're giving. You're giving. You're giving access to something. Yeah. You're yeah. not. You're not asking for money for nothing. It's access. You know, we're going to be. There's going to be links here for you to watch us record videos. Yeah. For you to give us your input. You can literally help us write the music you want to hear. Mm. Uh, and, and it's that's I'd I'd happily fucking join some of that. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. we spoke about yesterday with with the podcast how we might be getting this sponsor so, sorted. And we're saying mm. we're not doing it for money, but like the mics, the the alcohol, the setup, everything. It costs time in. and money, and yeah, yeah and, and like it, to to be able to grow. Unfortunately, we're in this world where we need money, and yeah. do you know what I mean? And we all need to live, mm. and people that enjoy it are going to be happy to like. Quid yeah, took a few because yeah. it's not you know nobody's going to miss a couple of pounds. Two pound fifty a month yeah. to somebody, but if you've got a hundred people doing that, that's yeah. a nice little thing to help you when you need that extra bit of kit or that yeah. time in a studio. Little, it helps, mm. and to know that you're helping somebody achieve something that you enjoy the yeah. app, the end the end product of like and especially with with Patreon as well, like you're giving them something very valuable for for them. Do you know what I mean? I'm sure yeah. that if they're getting that insight and you know get get a little taste into like the creative process and actually yeah. help potentially yeah. with that creative process. It's true. That's cool. Yeah. It's a cool idea. I'll I think put it to the boys. I think we should. Well, let, let us know in the comment section, wherever you are. If you're on uh, YouTube, comment below. If you're on Spotify or anything like that, there is, ah, oh, voicemails. We didn't fucking do it. If you're on the Spotify, there is a link in our description for voicemails. Keep leaving them. You can literally leave a, a voice note for us that we can go and pick up and we're going to collect them all and then we'll play them out on... Actually, I'll try and get them for the next episode. And next episode is episode 69. Have we got the therapist on? I don't know whether we should have him on for that one. Yes, though, if we're doing get it on. He's bound to know stuff about <laughs> he it. He works with children all the time, so I've got to be careful. I, I need <laughs> yeah, to, be, I need to ask him like, what, what is he allowed to do. He still must be do. trained yeah. in therapy overall. Yeah, 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 right? So yeah, he will have a good insight to, yeah. to that style. So we can get questions in from people mm. and he Give a therapist's mind opinion on yeah. it. Yeah. That'd be cool. I'm sure if you live, live therapy, so, live, live therapy us, sessions. If you could, yeah, give us voice. I like notes. being peed on on stage. <laughs> <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> Episode 69. Is that be, my love language? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It can be anything funny to do with like that sex things, language. like funny sex. Yeah. We, we, we'll do it incognito as well. So if you want to give us a funny sex story that you've had that you want us to read out or listen to, we can do it incognito. Just let us know and we'll just read it as it is to, you know, and not give any names. But let's just make it a fun one. And um, Just so I if it's going to be a good one. Yeah, this will be fun. And I, I will try and I'll think of some fun stuff. I've got a fun one from when I was younger that I, I can tell straight away that involves yeah. my mate John. <laughs> Uh, not together. Yeah. We didn't get me that. And, we, me didn't get that yeah. we took yeah. each other's virginity. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that'd be fun. But thank you for coming on, buddy. It's been an absolute no pleasure. We doubled down yeah, on it. Man. I think you had fun. Mm. It was really good. Yeah. yeah, last night was a blast. Like, yeah, well, you're always welcome down, mate. Anytime, nice if you thank need you, a reprieve, mate. there's a guest room here for you. Nice one. Thank Anytime. you both for having me on. Thanks for So make sure to check it. them out. Late Night Legacy. You can find them on Spotify, Amazon, all of the usual places, YouTube. And um, we're gonna, all we're Instagram gonna links. The, play the full song at the end of this. Yeah. So what the late night legacy is late night legacy on Instagram. Is at, at late night legacy. Yeah. Yeah, and you are at Ryan dot keto. Is it just, just Ryan, Ryan keto? keto yeah. So Ryan R Y A N and K I T T O. Now, if you stay tuned, we're going to play their latest song now uh, in full. So stay tuned for that as we say toodle pip and enjoy the tune.